0: example of knives being taken out onto the streets with, with catastrophic results uh, and hopefully this result today will help send another clear message to those those young people who, who take to the streets with knives that you're not untouchable uh, and the police will catch you and you will face extremely lengthy sentencing as a result of your actions.
1: On the eve of the Scottish referendum, both sides have embarked on their last day of campaigning. Several new opinion polls suggest that excluding undecideds, the no side has a narrow lead. The BBC's political correspondent John Pienaar says it's neck and neck.
2: We're seeing the party armies on the ground knocking on the doors, getting ready for the big, big push to identify their vote and motivate it and get it ready to come out and make the trek down to the the polling stations and vote. And from what we've seen tonight from the latest opinion polls, it looks still like being a very close, close fight.
1: Police in Aylesbury have referred their handling of an unexplained death to the Independent Police Complaints Commission. It follows an incident in the early hours of Saturday when a 44-year-old woman died at a residential property in the town. The death is being treated as unexplained but is not believed to be suspicious. New research suggests more needs to be done to ensure academy schools are spending public money appropriately. The report commissioned by the Education Select Committee says questionable practices are being accepted. The government says academies are already subject to strict oversight. In sport, Watford are back up to second in the Championship. Here's Dyer inside the box, it's
3: fouled, and Watford have a penalty. Here comes Fitzgerald, right-footed, into the corner! He applauds the Watford fans who sing his name. It's Bradpool 0, Watford 1.
1: Elsewhere, Milton Keynes-Dons lost 2-1 at home to Bradford. Luton drew 0-0 at York. Wickham won 1-0 at Plymouth. And Stevenage lost 2-1 at Bury. In the Champions League, Liverpool beat Luda Garetz 2-1, but Arsenal lost 2-0 in Dortmund. The weather, any early mist clearing to leave another warm and sunny day? A maximum temperature, 23 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash counties
4: the cat Today on BBC Three Counties Radio. From Nine. The JVS
5: Show. With me, David Preva, where you can join in the big phone-in and have your consumer problems
6: tackled.
2: From Twelve. Nick Coffer. Dust off your vinyl and get it valued by the man who owns a quarter of a million records, Andy Chesham. From Three.
7: Roberto Peroni. The best stories as they happen every single afternoon. And the greatest talking points. From Seven.
6: Mark
8: Forrest. I'll bring you the best bits from everything that's been happening on BBC Local Radio.
4: Today. On BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. I don't shut my Peter to point a finger in a car door. It enough hurt, but I'm being very brave about it. It <laughs> flipping hurts. Catherine Boyle, I shut my finger in a car door. Yeah, I know. Kelly Betts, I shut my finger in a car door. Oh, did you, man? Yeah, it re- today's phone-in. Ever shut your finger in a car door? <laughs> oh, oh, 08459 four double five five double five, five. I think we're going to get some great stories on that this one. My morning.
10: mum shut my finger in a car door.
9: Did she really? Yeah. It's not the phone-in.
10: It was a baby finger, so, it you know, Technically, I was a baby. They were know, I'm going
9: to have to stop you there, Catherine. It's not the, the... The phone-in is, have you ever shut your finger in a car door? Kelly Betts. Yes, I
10: have. Oh, 459,
9: 45555. Five, five, double
10: five, I've had my coat, like, dangling out of a car door. Again,
9: no, um, uh, no, that's the phone-in is. Have you ever shut your finger in a car door? Don't be a loser. Don't be lonely, Alice, like Catherine is. I've shut a car door. OK, that's not really, um... Other stuff that's coming up on the show. Labour suites. Violent streets.
8: And dealing with the deets. That means details. Across beds, hearts and butts. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, it... it I can't think there's... The only thing...
9: Sorry? Yes. yes. Gosh, it, it sounds like um, JVS's uh, consumer team have come in. Have you noticed that phone rings the same time and for the same length every time? Anyway. Anyway. I don't think we're allowed to do that on the BBC anymore. Anyway. Anyway. Um... Uh, I don't think there's anything the only thing more painful than shutting your finger in a car door, bashing your knee on a coffee table. Ooh. Those are the two Ooh. or shin. No.
11: The shin bone.
9: The shin bone's connected to the eye bone. No. <laughs> and I failed at doctorship. No. The um the those are the two most painful things in the world. Even more painful than I'm gonna say it, a swift knee to the ghoulies. Ooh. And that's painful. But that's a different kind of pain. That's more of a spiritual pain. That's like a, a, an ennui. Or rather, not on we, the case may be. <laughs> I'm like Oscar Wilde in so many ways. Not yeah. that many ways. 08459 555. Well done, Kells.
12: Well, yeah, I got a woman.
9: I mean Catherine. Thank you. Any luck with uh, Tony Bennett? No, oh. I
12: got it. We're over town. of fusses Always treats me right Never running in the streets And leaving me alone She knows a woman's place It's right there now in her home I got a
9: This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, the NHS needs to do more for parents whose pregnancies don't go according to plan. That's according to the Hertfordshire-based National Maternity Support Foundation which says too many hospitals don't know how to deal with miscarriages and stillbirths sensitively. Well, Catherine Boyle uh, joins me now. What's prompted this charity's comments, Catherine? we
10: approached them, we approached the National Maternity Support Foundation after hearing about a Milton Keynes mum called Leanne Duggan. Now, Leanne went for a check-up towards the end of her pregnancy this February and was told her baby passed away in the womb. Now, in these cases, it's quite usual for the mother's labour to be induced, so she was taken down to the labour ward like any other woman, and there she gave birth to her son, Harris. Now, she says that the staff at Milton Keynes hospital were fantastic and she um, couldn't fault them for for the amount of help they gave to her but her abiding memory of that time was being able to hear the sound of other people delivering Mm -hmm. healthy babies all around her now she's channeling her grief and it's all still very fresh you're going to be speaking to in about an hour's time but she says that she's channeling that into making sure no one else has to deal with that in future by having a soundproof room built for parents so they can say goodbye to their children She's about £700 off her target of £3,000. So it looks like this is going to happen at Milton Keynes. But what Andrew Cantor, who's the founder of the National Maternity Support Foundation, is saying is that these rooms should be standard.
13: I think it's absolutely fantastic what Leanne is doing. Um, But I think the real point and the real issue is that uh, I I think it's really incumbent upon the the trust, the NHS, to to fund these, uh, what I call, necessary uh, facilities because... You know, unfortunately, yes, it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's such a huge impact.
9: How has uh, Leanne's experience affected her?
10: Well, it's all still very fresh, and she talks about what happened with great dignity, as you'll hear, but she clearly feels that the limited time she had to say goodbye to Harris was marked by this feeling of not being able to stay. She couldn't physically stay Mm. where she was left with him because of the sound that she could hear. It was just too much. And she says that staff at Milton Keynes were fantastic from start to finish, but there is an emphasis on physical rather than psychological care. Andrew Cantor from the National Maternity Support Foundation would agree with that. He's experienced something very similar when he and his wife Rachel lost their baby Jake. Just like Leanne, their experience made them want to change things.
13: We were in a, a hospital environment that, that had no uh, what they now call, I think, a home from home room or, or a quiet area. You could go. I mean, the worst thing that, that that can happen is if you know you hear babies crying and you hear mothers in labour. Um, you know, it has a huge psychological effect. Yes, I mean, I, I genuinely believe that every maternity unit should have an area like this, and, and it sh- there, there should be a national strategy that, that puts this in place. But unfortunately, uh, we don't have that.
9: Uh, Milton Keynes Hospital, what are they
13: saying? Well,
10: nothing really. Um, We did approach them, but they couldn't give us a statement or or put someone up. No word from the hospital itself. But the money Leanne is raising will go to the Milton Keynes Hospital charity and their fundraising manager, Vanessa Holmes, gave us a statement telling us that fundraising helps us to go over and above for our patients at Milton Keynes Hospital. Leanne really is an inspiration and we're grateful for her support um, of Milton Keynes Hospital charity. It'll make a huge difference to those parents who need to use our Butterfly Suite. Um, To donate to Leanne. Leanne's cause, just go to www.justgiving.com slash babieswithwingsmk Uh, You can also text HUGS04 to 770 and you'll be donating £4 to the cause by doing that. Catherine, thank
9: you very much.
14: Fall me like a million eyes, they call me all along Across the universe Holds me under like a restless wind inside.
8: for beds, cards and bugs.
15: BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, so far this morning, checking on the speed sensors across the three counties seems to be moving rather well on the major routes. The M1 and the M25 are both moving well, not seeing any major problems or delays. Do expect some delays on the Great North Road at the Black Cat roundabout as those major roadworks continue there. On the trains at the moment, service via Seven Sisters on Greater Anglia is suspended at the moment between Enfield Town and Liverpool Street, also between Cheshunt and Liverpool Street. That's due to an operating incident at the moment. Nicola Richards, BBC Three radio Nicola yeah can I
9: ask you an intimate question
15: ooh blank. yeah
9: have you ever shut your finger in a car door
15: oh yes
9: hey you are part of the gang tell us the story behind it Nicola it sounds great
15: well I just caught it in there when I was trying to uh, drop a friend off hey yeah, yeah, yeah. It was agony.
9: Yeah, didn't it? Hurt? For days. It's, it's days. It's an agony that I share with you, that Kelly Betts shares with Oof. you. Catherine Boyle has never felt that agony.
10: No, I keep controlling my digits.
9: Thank you very much, Nicola. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're 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 part of our. Uh, we've trapped our own finger in a car door club. Thank you so oh. much for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Thank you very much indeed. And if you dear listener have trapped your finger in a car door, not somebody else's, or had yours trapped by someone else, give us a call. Oh eight four five nine four double five. it's Wednesday the 17th of September. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A Hertfordshire couple say the NHS needs to do more for parents of stillborn children. They're backing a Milton Keynes mother who's raising money for a soundproof room at the uh, the new city's hospital. Police in Bedford say the life sentences handed down to four young men for murdering teenager Isaac Stone are a stark reminder of the dangers of carrying knives. And in sport last night, some great, great football matches. Watford and Wickham, they won. Luton only drew and defeats for Milton King Dons and Stevenage. Again, those are in football.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Is the justice system is so often skewed in favour of the criminal and not the victim. I wonder what Roberto thinks.
7: Every weekday from three, Roberto Peroni. Are league tables the best way to judge a school? Panel, do you have any sympathy for the Buckinghamshire golfer Ian Poulter? Police are issuing safety advice to women in Watford, but I'm fascinated by the age gap between her and her husband. Figures show that around half a million pounds was spent in Hertfordshire last year clearing up after people who dump rubbish. They just take. them. Roberto Peroni. There's been an extraordinary action on social media. My big concern is that no-one ever worries. About the victims. The whole system is designed to help the criminal. Roberto
4: Peroni, weekdays from three, BBC Three Counties Radio. Now it says here,
16: if you hear a whisper, celeb edition. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout.
9: How did he get that? I've just worked out who that is.
10: How did he... Well Thompson, isn't it?
16: I got a second, I got a second, I got a second. Uh, have I got that? Hang on a second. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout.
9: How on earth did he get that? Is that? Yeah. Is that Peter Andre? Yeah. How the flip it? Because he, Dealey was dancing around the studio the, the office yesterday, like like um, a big uh, well like like Justin Dealey managing to get hold of Peter Andre. Now it makes sense.
6: <laughs> and he says, oh,
16: I've got a celeb. I've
9: got a celeb for this. You're gonna love it.
16: What? If you hear a whisper. Give us a shout.
9: No, is that is he actually recorded Peter Andre saying that, or has he cleverly spliced all yeah, of the he's syllables? He
10: got him to say it.
9: Wow. Wow.
10: Did I think he... he said he was doing it for kids or something. <laughs> you know how feeling and sensitive it, Peter Andre it's, is.
9: Listen, I'm doing this thing for sick kids, uh, <laughs> Peter. Would you be
17: able to... If
16: you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Wow. <laughs>
17: I remember when I was a lad Times were hard and things were bad But there's a silver lining behind every cloud Just four people, that's all we were Trying to make a living out of black land dirt But we'd get together in a family circle singing loud Daddy sang bass
16: Mama sang
17: tenor Me and little brother would join right in there Singing seems to help a troubled soul One of these days and it won't be long I'll rejoin them in a song I'm gonna join the family circle at the throne No, the circle won't be broken By and by, Lord, by and by Daddy, sing bass Mama, sing tenor Me and little
18: brother
17: will join right in in the sky Now I remember after work, Mama would call in all of us. You could hear us singing for a country mile. Now little brother has done gone on, but I'll rejoin him in a song. We'll be together again up yonder in a little while. Daddy sang bass. Mama sang tenor Me and little brother would we'll join right in there. Cause singing seems to help a troubled soul. One of these days and it won't be long I'll rejoin them in a song I'm gonna join the family circle at the throne Oh no, the circle won't be broken By and by, Lord, by and by daddy sing bass
9: Far Ray Charles, I Got A Woman, The Beatles Across The Universe and Johnny Cash, Daddy Sang Bass.
10: Yeah, but I've just put Natalie the Bruglia in just for the youngsters. <laughs> Hey, if you do
11: like Ian's choice of music, if you go on the website every day, you can see all the songs he's played.
9: She's right. She does it herself out of her own free will. You're
11: welcome. Heart,
9: seriously, this is the challenge. What have you played? Candy by Robbie Williams. DJ Sammy. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Guys? Seriously? Seriously, Deeley? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. You're on top form this morning. I am Take. Let, let me just get my leather glove off. Hang on one second. Right, leather glove is off. Hart, oh, come here. <laughs> I'm slapping you in the face and challenging you to a music duel. Hey, by the way, Just... If
16: you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Wow.
9: You're impressed, aren't you? I am very impressed. Movers and indeed shakers,
3: sir. You you called me a swear this morning. As you walked out of the office, you called me a swear. I did, mate, yeah. Yeah, because you didn't think I'd be living up to expectation. There you go. of Andre.
9: In many ways... (laughs) many ways you have, Justin. Stay there. Be with you in a sec. Thank you.
4: Call 08459 455 555.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio
9: discuss that uh, a little bit later, just on to to more serious things. Four men have been jailed for the brutal murder of uh, Isaac Stone in Bedford. The teenage rapper died in Costin Street in January after mocking his killers on YouTube. Justin, uh, you've been looking into this. What happened at Mm. court yesterday? Horrible, horrible
3: story. Um, Four men, 22-year-old Mohammed Hussein, Rubel Mir, who's 19, his brother Javed Mir, 21, and 20-year-old Farim Khan. They were sentenced to a minimum totalium of a 107 years for the murder of Isaac Stone. Armed with knives and meat cleavers, they cornered Isaac. This was in Costlin Street in Bedford on the 25th of January. There, they punched and kicked him repeatedly. Mr Stone, who was just 19 years old, he suffered 11 cut and stab wounds, dying from a wound that penetrated his lung. Now, all four men, they denied murder, attempted murder, and two counts of possession of an offensive weapon, but they were found guilty of murdering Isaac Stone. Rubel Mia and Faram Khan were also found guilty of causing grievous bodily harm with intent. That was to Isaac's friend, Sajidjo Rahman. Uh, people may have seen the pictures yesterday online. Um, all four were convicted of two charges of possessing offensive weapons. Isaac Stone's mother, Yvette Lendor, described her son as a lovable, cheeky young man.
19: He was not an angel, but Isaac was my son. And Isaac wasn't a horrible person. He wasn't a vindictive person. A lot of people loved Isaac. He was always that lovable, cheeky, young person that everybody would say to me, oh, when they see him, I saw your your Isaac, and he gave me a big hug, and he's he's so lovely.
9: Well, Justin, we mentioned uh, something to do with a YouTube video, is that the Mm. the main reason that this uh, attack took place? Well, we believe
3: so, Um, absolutely incredibly. Um, It's thought the attack was a reaction to a music video called Go Missing, uh, which had been posted on YouTube. Now, in this video, Isaac Stone and his friend, Sajidur Rahman, that they sprayed alcohol over the name Raz that had been painted on a wall and it's thought that this is what upset the four men. Gosh. So they hired a Range Rover for £150 they then bought meat cleavers for £2.99 each from a hardware shop and then they went searching for Isaac. When they did come into contact a street brawl then broke out in which Isaac was cornered behind a parked car and killed. His friend uh, Mr Rahman was left mutilated after being attacked by Rubel Mia and Farim Khan His nose was actually amputated and he suffered four deep slashes to his head and his face.
9: Well, isn't this thoroughly unpleasant? What sentences did they get?
3: Well, all four received life sentences. Hussein received a minimum term of 25 years. Javed Mir, 26 years, with Rubel Mir and Farin Khan getting 28 years. Judge Richard Foster called the attack a stark reminder of the dangers of young people carrying knives. And after the case yesterday, Detective Inspector Adam Gallup, who's from Beds and Hearts Major Crime Unit, he said they want to send out
0: a clear message to people who want to take part in knives. Knife it's another case, another example of knives being taken out onto the streets with, with catastrophic results uh, and hopefully this result today will help send another clear message to those those young people who, who take to the streets with knives that you're not untouchable uh, and the police will catch you and you will face extremely lengthy sentencing as a result of your actions. Justin, what led us up to this point?
3: Well, it's safe to say, Ian, that people living and working in around the Midland Road area, they feel the area's been going downhill for some time. I think uh, the reputation can sometimes be far worse than the actual reality. But uh, here's what people told our reporter Tony Fisher after the murder.
14: I'll tell you what, I've been stabbed three years ago, you know. My friend's been dying here on this road, yeah. A few years ago, he been stabbed, to death, yeah. On, on, on road. Midland Road? Yeah, Midland Road, yeah. A few, a few years ago, yeah. So, this road, I don't know why, always is someone dying on this road. I don't know what's going on.
5: You know, it's crazy, you yeah. know. Anything that could be done about Midland Road? More policing. There don't seem to be any police about anymore like there used to be. I think that has a big effect on the area. I'm sure if there were police about, a lot of this wouldn't happen, but... It's one of of these areas, it's one of these places. It's always been suspect to sort of crimes and things like that, so...
1: Are you happy with your daughter living just off this road?
19: No. But it's just got worse. I'm terrified to walk anywhere, you know, when it gets dark. It frightens me sometimes, I must admit, walking down here. I don't know, it's just the way this road is. It's always been like that. How can you change something that's always been the same?
9: Well, Justin, a particularly unpleasant story. Can we speak to you in about, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes or something a little bit lighter, please?
16: Absolutely, no problem Good at all.
9: Good lads, speak to you later on.
8: Don't forget, Justin Dilly, the gentleman who got this.
16: If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Gosh.
8: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
4: BBC
15: Three Counties Radio. So far, taking a look at the M25, starting to build a little bit between Junction 25 for Enfield and Junction 27 for the M11, where those major roadworks are continuing there. Checking Park Street on the A414, building a bit around the Park Street roundabout. So far, the A1M, and that's moving rather well. On a Greater Anglia, though, we are seeing services suspended between Enfield Town and Liverpool Street and chessant and Liverpool Street, and that's due to an operating incident that's happened there. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: It's 6.30. I'm Simon Oxley. A Hertfordshire couple who started a maternity support charity say the NHS needs to do more for parents of stillborn children. They're backing a Milton Keynes mother who's raising money for a soundproof room at the new city's hospital. Police in Bedford say the life sentences handed down to four young men for murdering teenager Isaac Stone are a stark reminder of the dangers of carrying knives. 19 year old Isaac was stabbed to death in Costin Street in January. His killers will serve minimum jail terms of between 25 and 28 years and on the eve of the scottish referendum both sides have embarked on their last day of campaigning several new opinion polls give the no side a narrow lead three counties sports
4: bbc three counties radio
1: Watford are back up to second in the Championship after a second-half penalty from Matej Vidra gave them a 1-0 win at Blackpool. His assistant coach Ruben Martinez standing in for the ill Oscar Garcia.
8: We, we scored uh, from penalty and, and they missed one in the, in the last, uh, last ten minutes. And We want to, to give this victory for, for Oscar because uh, we want that he stay with
1: us uh, as soon as possible. In League One, Milton Keynes-Dons lost 2-1 at home to Bradford, despite a rare goal from skipper Dean Lewington, with manager Carl Robinson sent to the stands in the second half. Supposedly uh, I've said something that is derogatory towards one of their players, but
20: I I didn't see it as too bad. But I think he's... uh, I have said something else. But um, but I have been told that I I manhandled the assistant referee. I think you can quite see I was... I was quite away from him. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll just have to wait and see what the report
1: says. In League Two, Luton drew nil-nil at York. His manager John Steele. The movement
21: of Guts and, you know, I think the movement of Cully and getting sort of Drury coming off the line and joining in and the bursts of Pelly and that. We're, we're first class. I say, all of the ingredients were right. But we've got to finish it
1: off. Wickham are up to third in League Two after Paul Hayes goal gave Gareth Ainsworth's side a 1 0 win at Plymouth. This will go a long way in adding to our points total, you know. It's fantastic to see the set play going in, but the way we defended again, you know, I
21: thought we limited Plymouth. You know, they had a couple of shots, but nothing major. I think we hit the post in the first half and set play's gone in, and we could have grabbed one in the second half on the break. So, really pleasing.
1: And Stevenage lost 2-1 at Berry despite taking an early lead through Adam Marriott. Liverpool made a winning return to the Champions League as a stoppage time penalty from Steven Gerrard gave them a 2-1 win over the Bulgarian side Luda Gretz. Arsenal lost 2-0 away to Dortmund. Tonight, Manchester City are away to Bayern Munich. Chelsea host another German side, Schalke. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next full bulletin is at 7.
18: You were right. And I don't want to be here If you're gonna be there Was that supposed to happen? I'll hold tight Travel through time
9: Counting down the days until um, she uh, copped off with David Schwimmer again, wasn't she? They were an item. Oh,
10: yeah, and he was tall and she was tiny.
9: No, she was torn. Tall. Torn. Tiny. Torn. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Where is she now? He was that
10: dishy doctor out of casualty, wasn't he, the one out torn?
9: I don't know.
10: He wasn't torn because he's openly gay.
9: Gosh. Well. Um... Uh, anyway, so the where, 90s, eh? Weren't they fun? Where is she now?
10: Um, I think she's doing quite well. Think, Good for her. I think she's quite well off. She's
9: still she singing. It. Listen, listen. She's still banging oh, on. Better. So, the new, uh, the new U2 album is on my uh, telephone.
10: Yeah, it's probably on mine. I...
9: Yeah. Well, new iTunes button just to delete U2 album. It's the most deleted album in the world oh. ever.
10: It's kind of their own fault, isn't it?
9: Yeah, how smug of them. <laughs> Apple has introduced a special button for iTunes customers simply so they can delete U2's latest album from their accounts. The move follows a backlash by users who are unhappy at being given a free copy of Songs of Innocence without asking for it. I was unhappy. I can believe it when I checked on my phone and, and U2 had snuck in there. Did it take up a lot of room? I mean, why are you
10: bothered? They're old men, make them happy.
9: The move, uh, um... Uh, it seems many were not impressed with thousands of protests on social media that means Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. some customers sell- said they felt as though the album had been forced upon them by Apple <laughs> to make things worse others complained they could not find an easy way to remove it from their iTunes libraries I tell you if you want to, I, I will um, let's, uh, oh crikey I'll turn my phone on, a bit tricky when I've um, got a really badly damaged finger uh, if you want to phone up and delete your U2 album live on air, you'll be more than welcome to. Okay. 08459. U2 me neither. Oh,
10: 08459 five, 455 double 555. Double Are you alright?
9: U2 me neither. <laughs> yeah, U2 me neither. Oh, 08459 five, 455 double 555. Double have you got the U- U2 album on your phone, calls?
11: Not on my phone. You have? No, I've, taken, I've removed my iCloud thing.
9: I haven't got it. I haven't even got an iCloud thing. My phone doesn't even go on the internet. I think Bono must have just come into my house when I was asleep (laughs) and slipped it in. It's on
11: there when I search it or anything.
9: Well, it will be.
10: It'll be on a computer somewhere, lurking.
9: Yeah.
11: If I turn my iCloud, if if I turn it on, then it might be there. Turn it
9: on, and then we can delete it.
11: Okay.
9: You two, me too, neither. Was it? You two, me neither. You two, me neither.
11: What's my password?
9: Um, probably a swear
10: word if I know you.
11: Yeah. You're right.
9: Yeah, probably is probably is.
11: I like to have a word that cheers
10: me up when I log
9: in. Right, I'm gonna go into music. <laughs> here it is. This is the U2 album. Well, how do I delete it?
10: There should be a special button. U2 me neither. <laughs>
9: nah, it won't let me delete it.
6: What?
9: Oh, that is. Well, hang on a second. Where's the special button? It's the only album I've got on here. I don't really store music on my phone. I use it for making telephone calls. Crazy, huh? And Texas Um... Oh, well, I'm unable to delete it, so that's that feature done.
10: Thanks, Bono. Yeah. Thanks a Bunch.
9: Bono. Bono. He's only tiny, isn't he? Yeah. Five foot two, I'm going to say. He's wee. He's massive. Oh, yeah, he's huge. What you got for us, Catherine?
10: This. Richard III lost helmet and was hacked to death. Hey. Injuries reveal Monarch. Monarch suffered 11 blows. Now, I've been watching a lot of horrible histories recently, and yeah. I think we got Richard III wrong. Not only was he not the scoundrel he's painted to be, but also yeah. he's a decent singer. Richard III was surrounded by soldiers and hacked to death after losing his helmet in battle, analysis of his remains suggests... Are they still messing about with those?
9: Never lose your helmet if you can avoid it.
10: Medical scanners were used to establish that the King suffered 11 injuries from enemy soldiers at Bosworth Field in 1485. He was only 32.
9: Well, that was old for those days. I guess.
10: After two blows to the back of his head, he died. One from a sword and the other from a medieval axe. That's going to do it.
9: They also suspect, because I've been doing my own research into uh, this, I heard it on Radio 4. That um, they also suspect that they then w- were defiling the body yes. after he died. Well, wounds
10: to his buttocks probably came <coughs> as his bloody body was <sighs> paraded around the battleground. They suggest they they stripped him naked. They didn't did they, a similar
9: course. thing to um, not Hussein, the other one, the other gentleman. Or Gaddafi? Yeah, they did the same to Gaddafi. You know what they did, don't you? Oh, Ooh, I'll, te- I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Thoroughly unpleasant.
10: Well, I know he wasn't very nice, but.
9: Yeah, I know. Thoroughly unpleasant. Well, you know. Anyway,
10: um, you know, um, sometimes I'll say, let's go for a coffee, and then always you'll say, "Um, I forgot my wallet. Yeah, yeah. In future, you'll just have a trendy wristband on. Sorry? There'll be no excuses.
9: What's this got to do with Richard III? I'm
10: changing the subject because we've started to go down a dark, dark, dark path.
9: That's what they did to him?
10: Oh. (laughs) Oh. Wallets and purses could seem be redundant with the launch of a wristband that can make purchases. Hey. The b rubber band. b con- Contains a smart chip and rate. I'd be paying for all sorts.
9: Yeah. Well.
10: And the way you wave your arms about, you've got to be careful.
9: Oh, I've shut my finger in a car door. I don't know if I've mentioned that to anyone recently. Yeah, you're flipping
10: out. You really are suffering
9: this morning. I'm being very brave
6: about it. Yeah, you
10: don't mention it much. Anyway, it's going to contain a smart chip and radio antenna that triggers a payment when swiped over a bus's card reader or a train station security barrier. The same technology can pay for a cup of coffee or a sandwich, or I imagine any other sort of purchase.
9: You just pay for stuff. Yeah. I still don't uh, trust the... Um, not scratch and sniff... Um, the, where you get your card and you put it on the reader.
10: Contactless payments. I've got a new card that's got that and I've never used it.
9: I don't understand. And I, I, I go into, Some shops, it, you, you go to do it and they say, oh, no, we don't, it doesn't work. Oh, OK. And then I don't, I don't trust the technology. Do you
10: have to put a pin in?
9: No. No, that's the point of it. It's contactless.
10: Couldn't it just be going off in your bag then?
9: But you do make contact.
10: Yeah, but your finger doesn't make contact with a button.
9: Yeah, it's a, and that's that's the, the great problem of my life. Now, uh, th- I, I, as you know, I'm not a fan of estate agents. No. And here's why. This isn't the only reason, actually, and this is, I'm sure, quite rare. But uh, it was in, in easy location with easy access and no other takers. So when this estate agent saw the tempting Galaxy chocolate bar during a property viewing, he decided to move in and take immediate possession. Very clever, Paul Bentley, the uh, writer here. The 25-year-old, identified only as George, was spotted on camera last week stealing the treat as he showed prospective tenants around a flat. He makes sure the clients are out of sight before grabbing the chocolate bar and slipping it into a pocket in his purple suit. George! The theft was caught on a covert security camera installed in the property by its current owner. After seeing the agent steal the chocolate, which had been bought uh, bought for him by his wife as a birthday present... Hang on! Come on, love! he called the police so it's a little chocolate galaxy bar it's a great pictures look he sees it and he kind of swagger's over like jack the lad and puts it in his pocket but this fella called the one his wife bought him a galaxy it's not even a big galaxy it's like a normal one from, for 65p yeah for a birthday present
10: and then well, he calls moving the police house is expensive isn't it moving its house is expensive i
9: couldn't believe what i was seeing said mr charter i know it's only chocolate but it's the principal it's the fact he did it in my flat. The cheek, it's outrageous. Estate agents do far worse.
10: Yeah, one walked uh, mud through mine on new carpets.
9: Sometimes um, two estate agents... Uh, no. Yeah, they do. Wow.
10: Well, listen, would you have called the police? I would have called his boss and, and made sure that um, he was mercilessly ribbed about it.
9: Mr Charter has lived in the flat in Walthamstow, East London, for ten years.
4: Because oh, what?
9: <laughs> well, listen to the... the OK. See if you can guess what I'm laughing at. Mr Charter has lived in the flat in Walthamstow, East London, for ten years, but has given notice because he's buying a home in Essex for him and his wife of one year, Sissy Wang. (laughs) Mr Charter called the police and started a campaign on Facebook to shave the man and demand an apology. Or
10: a family-sized bar. (laughs) (laughs)
9: Anyway, this this gets better and better. George said he tried to apologise with a bottle of wine and flowers, but Mr Charter would not listen. George's excuse? I suffer from fainting and dizziness. I've fainted 10 or 15 times, and I'm only 25. (laughs) I'm gone. (laughs) He needed the chocolate to stop him fainting. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, um, well... It's a well-known cure. Listen, if Sissy Wang bought her husband a chocolate bar for his birthday, then then for goodness sakes, then he should be allowed to eat it.
10: Respect that.
9: Respect the Wang!
8: <laughs> 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 Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
15: BBC Three Counties Radio starting to build up a little bit on the M1 at Luton Spur, between Junction 10A for the Kidneywood Roundabout and Junction 10 for Luton Airport. The M25 heading anti-clockwise starting to look quite heavy between Junction 21, the M1, and Junction 20 for Kings Langley, also building up anti-clockwise between Junction 17 at Maple Cross and Junction 16 for the M40. On Greater Anglia, service at the moment is suspended between Enfield Town and Liverpool Street, and Cheshunt and Liverpool Street, and that's due to an operating incident there. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thanks very much.
9: 6.45, it's Wednesday the 17th of September. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A Hertfordshire couple who started a maternity support charity say the NHS need to do more for parents of stillborn children. Police in Bedford say the life sentences handed down to four young men for murdering teenager Isaac Stone are a stark reminder of the dangers of carrying knives. And in sport, there were wins last night for Watford and Wickham, a draw for Luton, and defeats for MK Dons and Stevenage. Here's Kate with the weather. Beds, hearts and Bucks weather.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio.
22: Good morning. It's another rather cloudy and dull start to the day, but it's not all doom and gloom. Although it's quite murky at the moment, the sun is already starting to melt the cloud away. Not quite at us yet. By the afternoon, though, we should get some lovely warm, sunny spells. And it could get up to around 22 Celsius in the sunshine later. Overnight tonight is a repeat performance. The wind falls a little lighter. There's a bit more of a breeze today, uh, but the wind falls lighter and uh, overnight we'll see that cloud move. Moving in again from the east we could see a bit of mist and fog perhaps more so than we did last night minimum temperature 14 celsius and tomorrow it's a similar start but a mist a bit of murk but then it will start to brighten up we'll get some long spells of sunshine really from the morn mid-morning so slightly quicker in the clearance tomorrow morning but again temperature's likely to get up to around 22 celsius that's 72 degrees in fahrenheit and that's your forecast <laughs>
9: Greg Rutherford, Tim Hemman, Diego Madonna. Those are the famous sporting heroes, but what about the ones we don't know about?
3: There were golds galore in Glasgow. Commonwealth Games as a whole was an amazing experience and to bring back the the, the amount of medals that we did was was amazing. Well, what a performance! But once again, we also want to celebrate our unsung sporting heroes this year.
11: This amazing coach really, really inspires us.
3: So who will you nominate?
11: She understands how we feel and everything.
3: We're looking for someone who's made their contribution for No Ruins. but had the enjoyment of seeing sport flourish in our local communities. To make your nomination, go to bbc.co.uk slash unsunghero and download a form. The closing date is the 20th of October, with our 2014 Unsung Hero announced at this year's BBC Sports Personality of the Year. You
20: can't bottle it.
3: (laughs) Get inspired and get nominating.
9: That finger of yours is really throbbing, isn't it? It is smart. I, my, all my dreams last night were about having a throbbing finger. Wow. Great name for a band, by the way, guys. You can have that. Yeah, it's a gift from us. It's the BBC. It's yours.
10: <laughs> you know, um, I had a grandad once, Granddad Joe. Oh, you know, this
9: is an incredible story. And
10: he was, well... Uh, Bonkers? I would say that the way he dealt with this wasn't, the, wasn't probably the, the way that um, the NHS direct would advise. He
9: injured, he injured his finger. He what did he do? He his
10: like you did. His yeah. fingernail went black. And uh, he decided that he would deal with this himself. Rather than taking himself off to uh, a medical professional, he drilled his fingernail and let the blood out. Right, because he was proper hard.
9: Can I just say to Kelly, uh, Roger, uh, Roger Miller, please. Roger Miller. Um, he drilled, the. why did he drill it? to release the pressure. Uh, it was hurting. It was like finger trepanning. He
10: didn't yeah, he didn't have time to mess about, so he drilled through his fingernail oh. to release the pressure.
9: Right. Okay. Get get De I've got our phone in. What, when have you ever treated yourself? Yeah. Med, when have Treat you tra- it yourself. Treat it yourself, dear listener. Oh eight four five nine four. 4- That's better than you two, me two, no, no. Well,
10: you two, me neither. Everyone's just gone, Neh.
9: Yeah. Oh eight four five nine nine four double five five Because young people won't know this. It was uh, de rigueur to remove painful teeth by tying a little bit of string around it. String around the the other uh, the, uh, door handle and slamming it, the door shut. Come on,
10: that's not true though, really, is it? I
9: think my mum may have done it. Well,
10: everyone's mum reckons they've done it, but I don't really know whether they really did. It. I
9: think my mum. You call my mum a liar? She's in a wheelchair. What kind of sick deviant are you? You'd say to a disabled woman's a liar.
10: I'm just saying, show me the Ev. <laughs>
9: I'll show you her gappy mouth. Um, uh, when have you ever treated yourself, please? Baruchas,
10: th- people do, don't they? What? Well, apparently, you can buy all these different things on don't, the
9: market. Don't work.
10: If you get a bit of gaffer tape yeah. and bind your foot, yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently that works like a
9: treat. It suffocates it, the oxygen is uh, removed, and then it sticks to it and it peels off.
10: Yeah, so self-treatment.
9: Uh, self-treatment, dear listener, 08459 four double five
10: five
23: double five. How are we doing, Kels? Yeah, it's in. Oh, yeah, so it is.
17: Dear heart, <laughs> wish you were here uh, what?
9: to
10: <laughs> <laughs> This is the request of someone who's been up all night.
9: <laughs> this is why I don't do requests. Someone requested it on Twitter and I thought, oh, i will be nice, we'll have this. Seems like oh, come on. A... I think, fair play. I think it may be one all to me and Heart FM now. They may, they may have just managed to claw one back. Whatever they're playing is a hundred times better than this. Should we have something a little bit more. Uh... Here we go. This is better. Let's get Dealey up, please.
24: song.
3: This is a song, D. Lee. Oh, what a track. Ooh. XTC. Fabulous group.
9: Unfortunately, they were beaten the other week in
3: our uh, listener vote. Yeah, I
9: know. that, and That's why I've stopped listening to your, your radio programme on oh. Saturdays. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I, I listen when the football's on. Yeah? When you're on, I'm not so keen. <laughs> it turns out it's rigged. Behave yourself. You rig it. No. Uh, have I got to play this again?
16: If you hear a whisper, give us a shout beautiful, isn't it? How did you get Peter on? Did you phone him up or something?
3: Well, you know me, because I present a top-notch music programme. Oh, yeah? Where's uh, that? Yeah, Saturdays, 12 until 2, but uh, not this weekend, because Watford are playing, no. but uh, normally 12 until 2. I've got some decent contacts in the music business. Um, <laughs> we mentioned Peter Andre, what, two weeks ago? He, of course, wrote Mysterious Girl in Princess Risborough in Bucks. And um, I do believe that you were having a, a kind of conversation towards the end of the yesterday's show oh, yeah. about Peter Andre's well yeah I
10: don't
3: so, know what he's for yeah so I, I kind of gave Pete a call and said Pete can you come on um, have a quick chat about uh, some of your music taste for my program yeah. whilst we were there we got talking about uh, if you hear a whisper and he said do you know what hand on heart here he said do you know what and he's a very sincere man he is He said it makes perfect sense yeah, doesn't it yeah and yeah. I went well, what do you mean he said well if you hear something happening where you live <laughs> to give you guys a call and I said exactly he's got it so he said do you know what on this occasion I would do it for you because I believe in your brand here.
9: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Catherine's still doubting.
3: No, <laughs> Peter Andre says yes. Yeah, Peter. Peter Andre says yeah. He says yes. His
10: musical taste. I'm guessing um, Michael Jackson.
9: Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. The man from the 90s, he say yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, yes. Uh I Yes. Have you ever trapped your uh, finger in a car door? Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, mate, tell me the story. It's horrible, isn't it? I yeah. was, oh, well, I
3: think I was getting some petrol at the time, got back into the car. Had, had a about, few growlers. Yeah, had a few growlers on me. I had to get back in the car. Obviously, don't smoke in a petrol station, guys. That is the wrong thing to do. <laughs> um, got back in the car and, yeah, just quite simply, shut my finger in the car mate. and it hurt.
9: Yeah, I've done it. Kelly, you've done it, haven't you? You've shut your own finger in a car door. If you have, dear listener, 08459 45555. Catherine's had, well, she's had someone else shut her finger in a car door, so you're not in our gang. It's a different kind of pain. Yeah. So, sorry about that. Well, we were wondering, I don't know if you heard that Catherine's, what did your granddad do?
10: He trapped his finger in a machine. He was an engineer. He trapped his finger in a machine and it went black. He didn't have time to mess about, so he drilled through his fingernail.
9: Wow. Tough guy. Yeah, like
10: yeah, Rambo, sulphid Rambo. Yeah, you,
9: you you can keep your your, um, your Bruce Willis's and your Benedict Cumberbatches. He's a proper tough guy.
3: Yeah. Well, funny you should say that. Um, I heard you mention this about five minutes ago, and uh, I'm in St Albans this morning. Uh, somebody just walked past the car, and I said, have you ever treated yourself? He went, all the time. I said, what do you mean all the time? He said, I would never go to hospital <laughs> unless <laughs> it was that serious. I was said, what? I said, can you talk to me? No, I've got to go. I, I, I need to run. He was on a run. Can you believe that? <laughs> There's another
9: to forget Liam Neeson, yeah. forget your George Peppards. <laughs> <and> that fella. <laughs> Unbelievable. St Albans, we have to clarify, by the way, St Albans is not the home of the big tour. No. Well, could you find people who've treated themselves, Just? Um, Yeah, on one condition. Yes, boss. That you play my new jingle? I haven't, well, no, I don't see your new jingle. It should say JD Streets. It should be in your running order. I, th- I Mate, I think there's been a little bit of sabotage going on. Yeah. What? Yeah, there's been a little it bit of... It was put in there. Uh, JD Streets Jing. No, mate, I, I think someone has... Uh... Do
3: you
10: want me to find it? Yeah, go on.
9: I don't understand what's going
3: on here. You got the wrong mouse, love. No, yeah. I said to you this morning, boss. Yes, mate. I said I'm refusing to work oh, for know. you today okay. unless you play my jingle. OK, well, the jingle is not
9: in I've the... I've
11: got it if you want it.
9: Uh. Thank you. you got it. Right, put it in then.
11: There it is. Okay. You just have to press
9: stop. Hang on, we got it, we got it. OK, oh, blimey.
16: I think is we it need to Press stop. Get... you got
6: double.
16: Uh, here we go. Flipping Taking this. it to the streets with J-Dog.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
16: what do you reckon about that? Cheers, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I I I got I got a second, second. I got. Taking it to the streets with J Dog.
10: Is that is that a Michael McDonald song?
3: Uh, yeah,
9: Doobie Brothers. Yeah.
10: Wow. So you've got that and Andre. That's a double yeah. double
9: whammy. double whammy of whatever. Great right, jingle. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jess. Yeah. Cheers.
8: Bye. <laughs> what a plum. <laughs> Travel news for beds, hearts, and bugs.
15: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off on the M1, heading southbound, rather slow moving, just around Junction 11 for Dunstable Road. The A1M's also looking heavy just before Junction 7 for Stevenage. And the M25 heading anti clockwise, very slow, between Junction 21, the M1, and Junction 20 for Kings Langley. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: idea what happened in the last 10-15 minutes of that broadcast. Ever treated yourself? Ever shut your finger in a car door? Speak to you after the news with Simon.
4: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
8: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: It's seven o'clock. The headlines, Hertfordshire couple backing calls to help parents of stillborn babies, police warning after four jailed for Bedford murder and wins for Watford and Wickham.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: A Hertfordshire couple say the NHS needs to do more for parents of stillborn children. Andrew and Rachel Cantor from Wellin set up the National Maternity Support Foundation charity after their son Jake was stillborn. They're backing a Milton Keynes mother who's raising money for a soundproof room at the New City's hospital. Andrew Cantor says grieving parents don't want to hear other babies crying.
13: Yes, I mean, I, I genuinely believe that every maternity unit should have an area like this and, and it sh- there, there should be a national strategy that, that puts this in place. But unfortunately, uh, we don't have that.
1: Police in Bedford say the life sentences handed down to four young men for murdering teenager Isaac Stone are a stark reminder of the dangers of carrying knives. 19-year-old Isaac was stamped to death in Costin Street in January. His killers will serve minimum jail terms of between 25 and 28 years. Isaac Stone's mother, Yvette Lendor, has paid tribute to her son. He was
19: a loving person. Everybody loved Isaac. and Isaac liked to be loved and he was so friendly he was just a really, really nice person.
1: On the eve of the Scottish referendum, both sides have embarked on their last day of campaigning. Several new opinion polls give the no side a narrow lead, as the BBC's Scotland political editor, Brian Taylor, explains.
2: ICM in the Scotsman, Opinion in the Telegraph and Servation in the Daily Mail, each of them suggesting that it's 48 for yes and 52 for no. Now, of course, the, the margin of error built into polls means that that is pretty well neck and neck. It's really too close to call in the run-up to this final day. There will be rallies here in Glasgow, there will be rallies all across Scotland, because literally every single vote
1: counts. Police in Aylesbury have referred their handling of an unexplained death to the Independent Police Complaints Commission. It follows an incident in the early hours of Saturday when a 44-year-old woman died at a residential property in the town. The death is not believed to be suspicious. A report on academy schools has found that some are paying large sums of public money for services provided by members of their own trust boards. The study commissioned by the Education Select Committee has called for testing for potential conflicts of interest to be improved. In sport, Watford are back up to second in the championship. His diary inside the box is fouled, and Watford have a penalty. Here comes Fitcher, right footed, into the corner.
3: He applauds the applause for Watford fans who sing his name. It's Blackpool 0, Watford 1.
1: Elsewhere, Milton Keynes-Dons lost 2-1 at home to Bradford. Luton drew 0-0 at York. Wickham won 1-0 at Plymouth. And Stevenage lost 2-1 at Bury. In the Champions League, Liverpool beat Ludogorets 2-1, but Arsenal lost 2-0 in Dortmund. The weather, any early mist clearing to leave another warm and sunny day? A maximum temperature 23 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk. slash Just played a great game with Kelly Betts off air.
4: Today on BBC Three Counties Radio. From Nine. The JVS Show.
5: With me, David Preva, where you can join in the big phone-in and have your consumer problems tackled. From Twelve.
2: Nick Coffer. Dust off your vinyl and get it valued by the man who owns a quarter of a million records, Andy Chesham. From Three.
7: Roberto Peroni. The best stories as they happen every single afternoon and the greatest talking points. From Seven. Mark Forrest.
8: I'll bring you the best bits from everything that's been happening on BBC Local Radio.
7: Today. On BBC
4: Three Counties Radio.
16: Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. Mysterious Ian. I want to get close to you. For goodness sakes, when does this madness end? <laughs>
9: What the hell is going on? I mean, I'm all for a little bit of fun and a little bit of banter. Catherine Boyle, producer but of the sexual harassment from Peter Andre. Well, and, and being... He's obviously, uh, uh, what has Dealey got on Andre that he can get him to do this stuff?
10: I think they shop at the same place.
9: Uh, yeah. <laughs> ah. v Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Busy show. Some of the lighter stuff we're talking about this morning. You too, me neither. If you want to delete your u two album... Come and do it live on the air and then and then and then tell me how to do it. Because I don't I can't work out how to delete. The thing is, it's not quite downloaded. So it says it's there. I then have to download it just to delete it. Ah, neat trick. And I might be charged for the data usage. Kay in
10: Milton Keynes is not happy on the text. Go she on. said, I did wonder why I kept getting messages saying my iCloud storage is nearly full, not impressed with you two at all. Who do we write to?
9: Um, um Steve Jobs. Ah. The Lots Edge. of people. B- who? The Edge. The Edge, trademark. Uh, lots of people as well saying they deleted the album and it deleted everything on their cloud. What? Oh, Bono, Bono, Bono. I've got a Bono to pick with you. <laughs> hey! <laughs> also, um, um, ever trapped your finger in a car door yourself? And have you ever treated yourself medically? I don't mean like buying yourself donuts because you, you wrote a good gag or something. 08459 oh, four double five five double five.
4: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
8: This is BBC Three Counties Bye. Radio.
9: I would love to know if someone has done the tooth thing, where they tie a string around a tooth and they tie it to a, a door and then slam the door shut.
10: Urban myth. It's got to be, hasn't it? It's the thing that I was always threatened with.
9: I reckon back in the day it would have happened. Because it's, it's, people couldn't afford... I don't think dentists were invented until 1963.
10: They all had their teeth out at, like... 17 didn't
9: they it was the thing to do people would buy honestly for, for, this is true people would get bought for their 21st birthday uh all of their teeth removed that was a present probably just before my parents my parents probably just missed that that's insane mm. ever treated yourself medically 08459 has anyone ever done the tooth thing i would love to think that that's real it was always um D- dennis the menace was always having it done
10: yeah That's why it seems like a a weird thing to do. But that's that's based on fact. Really?
9: Yeah. Isn't it based on the artist's own stories as a youngster? Hey, I saw a terrible film yesterday. What's that? Oh, and I paid £4.49 to download it from Sky. Man, they've got a great scam going there.
10: Well, it could have been worse. You could have paid £9 for the DVD.
9: Oh, man. It was the worst film I've ever seen, Okay, Literally the worst film I've ever seen. So the kids want to watch a film... And uh, now that the eldest has started school, he's exhausted. A full day at school, it knocks it out of him. So he just wants, we're kind of, for the first week or so, we're letting him veg in front of the telly a bit um, and and either read or watch a film. And it's not going to be an ongoing thing, but it's just because he's exhausted. Uh, So we thought, oh, let's get a film from Sky. We'll rent a film. 4.49, this film called uh, Tiger Tales.
6: Oh.
9: Right? And it's about a a baby tiger cub stows away with a boy and goes and lives in his house. Great. We love tigers. And it's animals.
10: like the tiger who came to tea, yeah. but less destructive.
9: Seventy-eight minutes. Okay. The opening titles are four minutes long. All right. And then there's lots of the film is made where you don't see the person's mouth as they're talking. Oh. And it was rubbish. And what the Sky should say, by the way, this film—it's—it was a cheap made-for-TV movie. Um, probably not worth the money we're charging you. I—I would have been aggrieved at ninety-nine pence. I was embarrassed by it. Rolling up my sleeves now, so I'm taking on Murdoch. So,
10: Sky, if you're listening...
9: Murdoch! Look sharp. You owe me £4.49, fella. I'll be coming to get that.
4: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
8: This is Ian Lee.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: OK.
9: On to perhaps. Uh... Slightly more important things. The NHS needs to do more for the parents of stillborn children. That's according to the Hertfordshire-based National Maternity Support Foundation. The charity is praising the efforts of a Milton Keynes mum who's been raising money for a soundproof room at Milton Keynes Hospital so parents can say goodbye to their babies without hearing healthy children being born in the surrounding rooms. Well, I'm joined by Leanne uh, Duggan. Now, good morning, Leanne. Good morning. How's the campaign going?
19: It's it's going really well actually. We've got about three hundred and seventeen pounds left to raise, but it's just come to a bit of a standstill now.
9: Oh, because last we heard it was seven hundred quid, so it's yeah, into, yeah. You're getting closer now. There's,
19: there's money that still needs to be added on to the just giving. We're just waiting on a few checks to clear, and then we can add that on there.
9: So three hundred and seventeen pounds off the target. That's brilliant. Yeah. Why, tell us tell us why you're doing this. Why this is so important for you?
19: Uh, basically, in February I lost my son Harris. Um, I was um 39 weeks plus 2 days i just went for a general check up and they told me that his heart had stopped and i was just absolutely devastated and I, I never thought anything like that would have happened to me or or anything you know and it was just such a shock and then everything is just you're in this daze and everything's just thrown at you and all this stuff you've got to take in and you haven't even took it and, and excuse me you haven't even took in that your baby's heart has stopped yet, let alone anything else, and you get stuck in this room, and it's a beautiful room, but unfortunately it's, it's on the maternity ward, and um, so you can hear all these mothers screaming and, and their babies crying their first cry, you know, and it's just, it's, it's like a slap in the face. When, when you know yours isn't going to cry, it just, it, it, it's literally, it, it just kills you inside, and I just don't think anyone should have to listen to that. Unfortunately, it doesn't come under the NHS budget, So it's it's left to people like me to to sort that out. And I just want to make sure no one else goes through that same thing. Obviously, it's still going to be painful for them, but just to take a little bit of that away, if that helps someone, it'll be amazing.
9: This only happened in February?
19: Yeah, I found out on the 19th and I had him on the 21st of February. So it was relatively soon, yeah, Mm. not been that long at all.
9: Um, and so the, the money is being raised is to is to get a soundproof room.
19: Yeah, it's, the room's already there. It's called the butterfly suite.
9: And is this specifically for people in your situation?
19: Yes, yes. Okay. It's, it's it's like a double room. So basically, you and your partner, as soon as you find out, you can stay in that room if you wish to. Um, the only thing is, obviously, when you're in there, you, if it's a busy day and there's people in the room next to you or even down the corridor. You, you can hear other babies crying. And
9: what effect? Because there might be some people listening who who, who don't quite understand uh, yeah. the impact that that would have. And I think
19: anyone that's anyone that's lost their child, same situation. I've been inundated with people adding me on Facebook and saying it's a great idea. Oh, I couldn't stay in that room either. And me personally, I'd probably look like a crazy lady. I'll go Tesco shopping, and if I hear a baby cry, especially a newborn my fingers are in my ears, I just, it's like, it brings it all back for me, you know? And although you will go out of the hospital and you will hear babies cry and you'll see babies, I think at that time, you're in such a daze, you need to be concentrating on on, on your baby and spending them last few hours with them because time is limited, you know, they, they deteriorate very quickly. There's a lot more behind it. Um, so time so precious. You really just need to spend that quality time with
9: them. And I suppose hearing, you know, what is supposed to be, you know, a joyful experience, yeah. you know, hearing that going on and hearing babies, uh, uh, you know, new life being brought into the world, it, it, it must be... Well, I can't even begin oh, to imagine what that feels like. You
19: know, I laid there and I, there was a lady You felt screaming. guilty, did you say? guilty, yeah, because... There was a lady screaming, and I said to my sister, I said, I don't know what she's screaming for, it's not that bad, at least she's got her baby. And then I felt bad for saying that. Yeah. But you think, well, why have you got your baby and I haven't got mine? You know, everything was fine through my pregnancy, and I had lots of checkups, and everyone was looking after me really well. And I just, I heard his heartbeat seven days before they told me his heart had stopped, and I just didn't, I didn't know why, and we never got an answer, which is the hardest thing to deal with, you know. Because then, I mean, if it wasn't me, did I do something wrong? If there's no medical reason, what happened and it's it's just so hard, hard to take in even now, you know i, I can't really accept it because i I've, I've never had a reason it's you like you need a reason to move on, but it's it's very hard, it yeah of course
9: is. it is, and it's you say even now it's still relatively recent, isn't it
19: yeah yeah it's it's so raw.
9: It's interesting uh, that you say you felt guilty, that seems, I, I can completely understand what you're saying, I, I yeah. hadn't even considered that, you know.
19: Yeah, you, so many, I remember the, the, the day that I found out and I was in with my consultant and I just said, oh he hasn't been moving much lately and everyone that I spoke to, they said, oh they do that because I was five days away from my due date, oh they do that when they're coming out because of obviously they're conserving their energy mm. and I walked out of this room after she couldn't find his heartbeat She's she said, don't panic, we're we'll going to go around for a scam. And I, all these women were just looking at me. It was like their eyes were on me when I walked out of the room. And I was just crying. And I felt even guilty for making them feel sorry for me because I knew that they were all pregnant. And I didn't want to put the fear of God into them, you know, because they've seen it's happened to me. I didn't want them to panic. But it's just, you, you have so many mixed emotions going on. It's just it's just so hard to deal with, you know.
9: It's. Um, I'm trying to think of the right word. Noble is the word that springs to mind, but it's, it's not quite the right word. Yeah. Uh, but it is. Uh, uh, you know, it's a great tribute to Harris that you have, have taken this on, and you're 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 doing this for and so others. many other
19: babies as well. You know, you yeah. don't realise it's, it's it's very. It's not very talked about at all until it happens to you, and you hold your hands up and you say, "Oh, but this has happened." You know, because when you're a woman and you're pregnant, people can see your belly's out miles and things like that. And then when you're walking down the street and people see you with no baby, they're like, oh, well, where's your baby gone? Mm. And you have to explain it, and it's such an awkward thing to do that. And it's just you don't realise until you've been in that position how, actual, how common it is and how many people have gone through the same thing. Maybe not as late, sometimes it's a bit earlier, and, and sometimes it is as late as what I was, but... It is quite common,
9: and you don't realise. Yeah, I'm shuffling papers not because I'm being rude, but because I've got the details of how people can donate. Should yeah. I give this out? So, yes, please. Yeah, you can go. You can do it online. You can go to www.justgiving.com/babieswithwingsmk. Is that right? That's right. right yeah. And you can also text
19: hugs. Is it zero four? It's yeah, zero four, and it's all in capital letters. Hugs
9: zero four uh, to seven double zero seven zero, and that will donate four pounds. Um,
19: and yeah, or you can put the amount in. After Hugs 04, you can put the amount in yourself. So even if you just want to donate a pound, two pound, and then you just put the amount in and text it to the number and it'll go through.
9: And you're a few hundred quid off? £317. But,
19: yeah, yeah. Um,
9: really nice to speak to you this morning. Thank you very and much.
19: You Thank you so much for raising awareness and hopefully we'll get some donations.
9: I'm sure you'll get a few quid today. Thank you very much indeed. That's Leanne Duggan. Ah, right, it's BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's get the travel. <laughs>
15: Starting off on the M1 heading southbound on the speed sensors, quite slow moving just around junction 11 for Dunstable Road. The A1M is also looking quite heavy heading southbound just uh, before junction 7 for Stevenage. And the M25 heading anti clockwise, looking very slow moving between junction 17 at Maple Cross and junction 16 for the M40. Take a look in Watford and Exchange Road, looking quite heavy just around Upton Road on the sensors this morning. And taking a look at the trains, services suspended at the moment on Greater Anglia between. Town ..and Liverpool Street, also between Chessent and Liverpool Street, due to an operating incident that's happened there. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank
9: you, Nicola. 7.17, it's Wednesday the 17th of September. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A Hertfordshire couple who started a maternity support charity say the NHS needs to do more for parents of stillborn children. They're backing the fundraising efforts of a Milton Keynes mother. Police in Bedford say the life sentences handed down to four young men for murdering teenager Isaac Stone are a stark reminder of the dangers of carrying knives. And in sport, there were wins last night for Watford and Wickham, a draw for Luton, and defeats for MK Dons and Stevenage.
4: BBC's Three Counties Radio.
9: Give it up for the coffer.
2: Every weekday from 12, Nick Coffer brings you... BBC Three Counties, Red. Right? I've got some great interviews coming up. He was in the trenches in, in France
9: and he was shot. We both look at each other in amazement and can't believe how far we've come with the company
19: and we love it. We love every day that we do the cakes.
4: Nick Coffer. We're telling people, go out and find about
11: your family story and come back and pay tribute to them in, in a way that is a living, breathing legacy.
2: Got a strong local link, hasn't it? A strong local link. Amy merritt she's originally from New Zealand, now settled in Buckinghamshire. Nick Coffer. I think it could be brilliant. Weekdays from twelve on
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. Okay, so to to, to, um, on a second.
9: So okay, to delete the U two album, you have to go. You have to click on a link. Now, someone has sent me the link, Um, but I don't. I don't know what my Apple ID is. I've got no. Is I've got no idea what my Apple ID is. Any suggestions, Catherine? Your Apple ID. My Apple ID.
10: It's your email address, isn't it?
9: I don't know, is it? Well, okay, let's 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 try that. The thing, the thing about the Apple ID, is the par. I don't know what the password is. It has to have a capital letter, so it's different from all my other passwords. Let's try that one. Nope, not that. If I do it too many times, let's try that one. It'll lock you out. Nope, not that. Careful. This is a dangerous game we're playing now. Um,
11: Are you connected to iTunes?
9: I've clicked on a link that someone sent me
11: iTunes is whatever you log in. The iTunes is yours.
9: Well, I don't I never log into iTunes?
11: Maybe you don't have one.
9: I've got. Well, I've got one, mate. 2014. Of course, I've got an iTunes.
11: No, I mean maybe. Yeah,
9: more than. Yeah, well, I've got. Well, pass, d- d- you've got a log? Well, I've got one, kind of pop- but I don't know like, what the log is because I don't log in. It, so Let's
11: you say tr- you forgot it.
9: Mm, let me try. How do you spell that? (laughs) There's a lot of A's in there. Let me try one more. Could be that one. It's not going to be that one. No, mate. I'm locked out. I'm stuck with U2 forever.
10: Well, maybe you'll learn to love them.
9: Yeah, maybe I will. Now, four men are waking up in prison this morning after being found guilty of murdering 19-year-old Isaac Stone in Bedford. In January, they killed Isaac with knives and meat cleavers in Costin Street. The motive... Well, it was a mocking video on YouTube. Gosh, really? <sighs> 22-year-old Mohammed Hussain, Rebel Mia, age 19, his brother Javed, 21, and 20-year-old Fahim Khan were sentenced to a minimum total of 107 years. Well, our reporter Tony Fisher spoke to people on Midland Road shortly after the murder.
14: I'll tell you what, I've been stabbed three years ago, you know. My friend's been dying here on this road, yeah. Three years ago, he been stabbed to death, yeah. On, on, on road. Midland Road? Yeah, Midland Road, yeah. Three years ago, yeah. So this road, I don't know why, always is someone dying on this road. I don't know
5: what's going on. You know, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Anything that could be done about Midland Road? More policing. There don't seem to be any police about anymore like there used to be. I think that has a big effect on the area. I'm sure if there were police about, a lot of this wouldn't happen, but... It's one, of the, it's one of these areas, it's one of these places. It's always been suspect to sort of
1: crimes and things like that, so... Are you happy with your daughter living just off this road?
19: No.
25: But it's just got worse. I'm terrified to walk anywhere, you know, when it gets dark. It frightens me sometimes, I must admit,
19: walking down here. I don't know, it's just the way this road is. It's always been like that. How can you change something that's always been the same?
9: Well, Steve LePage is chair of the Midland Road uh, Residents Association. Morning, Steve. Good morning. A lot of attention on your area after Isaac's death, wasn't there?
23: Yeah, it's not surprising, is it? I mean, it's a tragic situation. And I guess, for me, uh, I suppose one of the the tragic things, uh, I'm glad that these guys have all been convicted and and sentenced appropriately, but uh, the tragic thing is that most of them are folk who lived in our community. Mm-hmm. Sad.
9: I'm still trying to get my head around the fact that uh, th- th- this seemed to have centred around a YouTube
23: video. It doesn't make any sense at all.
9: It's just, you know, kids killing kids, it's just crazy. Well, th- well th- I'm ass- assuming that you have a, a different image of uh, Midland Road than the, the people we just heard there.
23: Yeah, I mean, I think most most folk who live in, in the community don't see it in the, the same kind of negative way which the, the image is portrayed outwardly, because... By and large, if you're living around the community, then uh, life life is okay. Um, and uh, sadly, we have had more murders uh, within a relatively short space of time over a decade or so than one would uh, ever anticipate. But they they don't tend to have affected the community folk who, who are living here on an ongoing base. It's is it, dramatic. Is it a think.
9: thankless task, Steve, being the, the chair of Midland Road Residents Association when, when we hear stories like this?
23: It's sad, but no, because we've got the, the joy of working with others to try and improve things in the community and um, liaising with the, the borough and with the police. Uh, and working together to try and make a difference for good.
9: And how are you doing that? Let's focus on the positive for a moment. What what are you doing?
23: Well, for example, our annual Big Lunch uh, has been the biggest Big Lunch in the borough. Um, It was great this year in uh, July to have uh, nearly 300 people, we think, over the the afternoon coming and sharing from all different uh, ethnic backgrounds and all different sort of levels of uh, uh, socio uh, economic status as it were and just sharing in in food together in the street and some music and some fun that was lovely um for example as well uh, a bunch of uh residents uh, getting together and going working on cleaning up one of the planted areas in one of the streets off midland road making it uh, a more pleasant place to be do you
9: feel safe there steve
23: yeah i do uh, it's one of the interesting things when i moved to bedford first uh from london um, first time I was living on the other side of the town centre in Castle Road, and I didn't feel safe there because the streets were empty. Uh, but walking down Midland Road, it doesn't matter what time of day or night it is, there's always people around. So,
9: the police, there were more police patrols there for a while, weren't there? Did, did that help? Did that change things?
23: Uh, well, I think the police have been working proactively to try and address some of the uh, issues which folk face, particularly with street drinking and, and drug dealing on the streets, and. It's good to see some improvement in that area. It's not eliminated. Uh, I guess if you've got folk with alcohol problems, it's very difficult to eliminate it completely, but it's good to, to see some movement in that area and some working with some of the agencies to try and, and help them with their situation, as it were.
9: Steve, I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for joining okay, us. OK, bless you, mate. Steve LePage, chair of the Midland Road Residents Association. <laughs>
4: If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: So being very brave about it, being a very brave soldier, but I shut my finger in a car door yesterday and it flipped it. It hurt so much. Right. I didn't say anything. Mm. I didn't make a noise. I just went, oh. And my wife said, Did you did you swear? I said, No, actually, I didn't. Uh, but it, it, was a, it was a pain where it took a while for it to hit. It, it, it hurt instantly, and then it kind of went. And I got in the car. And we were going to go off and um, pick my son up from school. And as we got to the end of the street, I said to my wife, "This is really starting to smart a bit. I'm going to go home and run it under a cold tap." Well, you had to go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah I went home. I got. Out I of thought the car. you'd have
10: soldiered through and picked your son up.
9: Yeah, no. This is first week at school. Yeah, I kind of know. Man, are you? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it's it's it, he needs to know. He needs to learn to stand up for himself, and so do I. It really flipping hurt. Uh, so we're asking this morning, have you ever... Did you cry a bit? No, not if I did. No, I didn't cry, actually. And if I had a cry, what's the problem with that? No, <laughs> there
10: isn't a problem, but I thought that might be why you had to go back indoors.
9: No, there were no tears. <laughs> uh, so have you ever shut your finger in a car door? Or any door, let's open it to that, or even a window. Uh, but also... What uh... if
10: you stuck your finger in?
9: Where? Uh, would it be that? Steady. <laughs> you, cannot have a pho- you cannot have a phone in entitled What Have You Stuck Your Finger In? for many, many reasons, most of them legal. We can. No.
10: Our listeners aren't like that.
9: I'm afraid they are. Kyle? Mine, boss. Could we have a phone in? What have you stuck your finger in? Uh, er... I've, I've, uh, no, I can't answer that. No, exactly, you see? Right, let's
10: rephrase it. What have you had your finger stuck in?
9: No, oh, that's even worse. Carl, you've not, you've not had your finger stuck anywhere, I'm hoping. Let's move on. But you have treated... You have trepped yourself, haven't you? You've treated yourself medically.
13: Um, kind, kind
5: of, but kind of not. Oh, so well, have, you, well, there's have there's you or
9: not? What's going, what's going on, mate?
5: I've, I've treated
9: somebody else. Well, that's just first aid.
5: Right, well, no, this is... Um, uh, this is embarrassing to say on, on a radio station, but... Oh. uh my, my BBC uh, Three
9: Counties, don't worry.
5: <laughs> my younger brother... Uh he had like a really, really, really wobbly tooth when yeah. he was about seven or eight.
9: Yeah, that yeah, that and, happens.
5: And uh, so I uh insisted uh, I thought sort of didn't insist. I thought said, Well if you ought to honest, get the tooth out, we can do. And he said, How? And I said, tie a bit of cotton round it and put it on put it on the uh door handle and we'll slam the door and we did it and
9: uh took his tooth out. Ladies and, and gentlemen, it is not an urban myth. Kyle did it to his seven year old brother <laughs> and it worked. Yeah, no, it did. He actually thanked me
5: afterwards as well.
9: Wow. Have you ever been tempted? I mean, what do you do for a living now, Kyle? Uh, I can't tell you that. Oh, oh, another, oh. another spy! <laughs> You've got so many spies listening to this. <laughs> Kyle, uh, have you ever been tempted to do it to yourself? Uh, no, because I'm not mental.
10: <laughs> from now on that is Agent Kyle
9: your kids are, are at the age where their teeth are starting yeah, to come it's out yeah
10: disgusting hasn't one got a wobbly front tooth that's just been hanging it's out it, oh, she, yeah. was, she was like uh, Nanny McPhee for a good week
9: <laughs> next time one's loose could, could you do this and film it for YouTube but we'll put it on Facebook. I'll end up getting a call from the social. You talking about? 08459 455 555. Ever trek yourself? Uh, and well, we've got one story of someone removing a tooth using a bit of string. Have you done that? Travel
8: news for beds, cards, and bugs.
15: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off on the M1, heading southbound, rather slow moving this morning, just around junction 11 for Dunstable Road. Also the A1, I'm li- looking heavy just before junction 7 for Stevenage. And the A41, that's looking quite slow moving, um, just between the hemel Hempstead turn-off and junction 20 for the M25. The M25 itself, rather heavy anti-clockwise, between junction 17 at Maple Cross and junction 16, the M40. In Borehamwood. it's queuing at the moment on the Barnet Bypass between Stirling Corner at Mill Hill a Circus and on the trains at the moment on Greater Anglia services suspended between Enfield Town and Liverpool Street and Cheshunt and Liverpool Street Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio
8: Across beds, hearts and bugs
15: This is BBC Three Counties Radio
1: It's 7.30, I'm Simon Oxley, a Hertfordshire couple who started a maternity support charity say the NHS needs to do more for parents of stillborn children. They're backing the fundraising efforts of a Milton Keynes mother who's raising money for a soundproof room at the new city's hospital. Police in Bedford say the life sentences handed down to four young men for murdering teenager Isaac Stone, as are a stark reminder of the dangers of carrying knives. And on the eve of the Scottish referendum, both sides have embarked on their last day of campaigning. Several newer opinion polls give the no side a narrow lead Three Counties Sports
8: BBC Three
4: Counties Radio
1: Watford are back up to second in the championship after a second half penalty from Matej Vidra gave them a 1-0 win at Blackpool the home side missing a penalty here's assistant coach Ruben Martinez
8: The game was was for us because we we had a lot of chances we had the possession the possession ball but this is football and uh, these can
1: happen. In League One, Milton Keynes Dons lost two-one at home to Bradford, despite a rare goal from skipper Dean Lewington. With manager Cole Robinson sent to the stands in the second half.
20: Supposedly, uh, I've said something that is derogatory towards one of their players, but I don't, I don't didn't see it as too bad. But the, he, I think he's uh, thinks I've said something else. But, um, but I have been told that I, I manhandled the assistant referee. I think you can see I was. I was quite away from him. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll just have to wait and see what the report says.
1: In League Two, Luton drew nil 0 at York. Here's manager John Steele.
21: We don't need a goal scorer because we had about four people that could have scored tonight. Mm. So it isn't actually, you know, a forward that scores a goal. It's people that get in goal scoring positions. Uh, I thought people should have taken their chances, and we didn't.
1: We've played terrific, but we do have to take our chances, no doubt about that. Wickham are up to third in League Two after a Paul Hayes goal gave them a 1 0 win at Plymouth. And Stevenage lost 2 1 at Bury despite taking an early lead through Adam Marriott, his manager, Graham Westley.
8: We came here with a lot of youth, and uh, at times we looked youthful on the field. We looked inexperienced. Um, We lost our defensive shape. Um, out of eagerness and and willingness to work hard. And we're working at the moment with a lot of young lads who are gaining very good experience, who are improving as players, um, and we came up slightly short tonight.
1: Liverpool made a winning return to the Champions League as a stoppage time penalty from Steven Gerrard. Gave them a 2-1 win over the Bulgarian side, Ludo Goretz. Arsenal, though, lost 2-0 away to Dortmund. Tonight, Manchester City are away to Bayern Munich. Chelsea host another German side, Schalke. BBC Three Counties News and Sports. The next full bulletin is at 8.
4: If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Catherine is... Catherine Boyle, producer of the show, in inverted commas and uh, italics, is um, showing off that she can flap her hands around, Mm -hmm. and I can't do that because I would be in agony. Terrible night's sleep because of my sore finger. Did you
10: have it raised on the pillow?
9: I did, yeah. (laughs) I did. But it didn't work and then where's this the, the the last two days you've made reference to the fact that you think i look like mr tickle where has that come from <laughs> you told them you've got abnormally long hands i've got, no, I've got very long arms but it's it, would you go up to someone in the wheelchair and go ha ha
10: well you flagged it up
9: ha ha look at my legs and you'd start doing a little jig in front of them <laughs> or would you go up to a blind person and go oh look what colors well no. so why are you mocking me because it's you unbelievable because
10: it's you and obviously you lost track of your hands because of your very, very Uh, abnormally long
9: Often happens, and apologies uh, to anyone in the office if you've been a victim of that.
10: You're not the only one. What? Uh, In that you are. Uh, Linda says, I slammed my thumb in my car door. I'm not great with these things. When I eventually freed my thumb, which was completely flat...
9: Yeah. Oh, wow, a completely flat... Thumb.
10: After frantically pressing the key remote several times in panic and then realising I had to open the car door to get it out, she locked her... Oh, yeah, yeah,
9: my mum locked my finger in a car door once.
10: I walked into the post office to pick up some post and promptly fainted at the counter, off to a for a drill hole in the nail.
9: Yuckaroo, Well, wow, so the Linda. drill hole is, a, is an official thing, Linda. Turns wow. out my granddad was a trailblazer. He was um, like Louis Pasteur, pop. wasn't he? <laughs> yes. Uh, but it was completely fl- flat. Gosh, or like, well, I don't. I don't think Linda would lie. I have to take her on her word.
10: The body does do strange things when you trap it in places.
9: Well, exactly. If you've ever, um, uh, if you've ever had a piano dropped on your head, you instantly get amnesia. Or is it a safe? Both. You, you know the best way to cure amnesia? You get an anvil dropped on your head. That's the only thing that brings your memory back.
10: Frying pan to the face out of Tom and Jerry.
9: Here we go, you see.
10: The tooth guy's brother said thank you, said Mark. We had to say thank you to the headmaster after getting the cane at school.
9: Yeah, that's um, where deviancy begins, isn't it? Yes, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Do you
10: think he said, what do you say?
9: Thank you, sir. Uh, oh, unpleasant! 08459 455 five nine four double five five double five. I've been told, Justin, you won't you won't carry on until I play your um your jingle. Is that right? That's
3: right, Princess. Great bands this morning, by the way. You sure? Yeah. Okay.
16: Oh, 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 no, oh, oh, no! Oh, oh, oh no, Oh, mysterious Ian. Oh. Oh. I want to get close to you. No, that's the wrong Calm one. Calm down, Pete. Ugh. Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on. That
3: hang makes a... me feel a bit funny. Why? Peter Andre is a handsome guy. He said it with such sincerity at the
9: end.
10: OK, <laughs> this,
16: is, this is what we have to play now. Taking it to the streets, to the streets. To the streets with j Dog.
6: Mm-hmm.
16: Okay, I well, love the a- calm endings to that,
9: don't well, you? Well, hopefully that's the last time we'll hear that jingle today. What? Well, I'm just saying, hopefully it's the last time we'll hear that jingle today. No. OK. We'll we'll discuss that. I'm saying, Justin, that's the last time we'll hear that jingle on this show. No. Afraid it is, mate. No. Afraid it is. I'm the boss. So, uh, we've been asking, when have you tracked yourself? Mm. Medically speaking, of course. Yeah. Have you ever tracked yourself? Um,
3: Probably years ago with a football injury, yeah, but um, nothing too major compared to what's coming up here. Ian, I've taken this one to the streets for you. Two stories coming up. A man who pulls his teeth out with his own hands (laughs) and a lady (laughs) (laughs) who swears by string door bang. Ian, (laughs) I'm in St Albans this morning. (laughs) String door bang. (laughs) I've got their second album on vinyl. Great album. Um, So yeah, I'm in St Albans this morning, asking people about self-treatment, this is what happened.
16: Taking it to the streets with J-Dog.
3: Well here with Stuart, Stuart has got an incredible story. Stuart, you often self-treat yourself when it comes to dental work. How many teeth have you pulled out in your lifetime? Eight. Eight Eight teeth? And I've got one to go. Did it hurt? Yeah, oh, it feels like it's coming out the back of your neck. So why don't you go to the dentist? That's too dear. And if I go, it'll cost me a full gym, so... Right. You say you got one more on the way. When are you going to be yeah, taking that one out? It's really it, loose, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon it'll either be today or tomorrow. <laughs> You're going to pull it out today or tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, right, I'm going to leave you to it. Um, I'm quite scared now. Thank you very much. All right, mate. The Ladies,
26: The Ladies...
16: The ladies' perspective with Ian Lee across beds, hearts, and bucks.
26: The ladies the ladies.
6: the ladies,
3: the ladies, the ladies, the ladies. Kath, you
16: have taken out
3: two of your own teeth using string and a door. This was what Ian was looking for. Tell us how it
25: felt. Painful, very painful. But it felt good afterwards. It's a bit of a relief afterwards to have the teeth out. You know, they were hurting for quite a long time, and I couldn't afford to go to the dentist. So that's why I've done it. Talk us through it, because you've got to be
3: in severe pain to to have done that in the first place.
25: Yeah. yeah, I was in a lot of pain. Um, It was just, you know, it was like I said, it was my dad. He used to always do that when we were young and I just followed what he'd done really. How long did it take you to set the room up? A couple of minutes.
3: That's (laughs) all. And then bang, that was it?
25: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Just tied the the string round my tooth, tied it to the door handle and just slammed the door shut. That was it.
3: Wow. Would you ever do it again?
25: Possibly, if I had to, yeah. And um,
3: just lastly, you mentioned your dad there. So so this kind of runs in the family. He (laughs) never went to the dentist at all. So he removed his teeth the same way?
25: No, he done it that way and he also used pliers. Pliers? Pliers, yeah. He didn't believe in dentists. He couldn't handle all that lot. (laughs) He
3: believed in pliers instead.
25: Well, yeah, basically, you know. I I know I've got a weird family, I know.
3: We're learning something new today. Thank you so much for your time, madam. Have a good day.
25: Okay, thank you
16: goodness sakes. Taking it to the streets oh, yeah. with J-Dog. Right.
9: I mean, that's... There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's <flipping laughs> It sounds like Hill Street Blues. <laughs> what was that nonsense in the middle? What do you mean? The ladies, the ladies, the ladies. Uh, you said to me yesterday.
3: The ladies, the ladies, hey, the hey, ladies. Justin, great idea. Yeah. Let's have a new feature called the ladies' perspective. Yeah. So whilst I was catching up with Peter Andre, of course, famous former. Uh, over for coffee. Mysterious... Over
9: coffee and cake over an ISDN line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Very good friends. I said, Peter, would you mind doing me uh, a quick line on the ladies' perspective? He went, oh, what's this feature? I said, well, it's where we go out into the streets, Peter, uh, and we get the ladies' perspective. He went, do you know what? That makes
9: sense.
10: Well, it's very well explained.
3: But,
9: yeah. yeah, but why... Hang on a minute. Just listen, there's a flaw in this. Go on. All oh, the ladies in the
6: house. The ladies, the
16: ladies. The ladies' perspective with Ian Lee... Not ...across beds, hearts and bucks. The ladies, it's,
6: the ladies.
9: It's nothing to do the with me, Joss. The ladies, the ladies. And there's a scratch, <laughs> you put a scratched record noise at the end. It's not 1989, <laughs> for Listen, crying out loud. You say it's got nothing to do with you. No, it, should, it? To be even vaguely relevant, it should be a CD scratching, not nah. a scratched
3: record noise. Listen, we do things properly, and let's not forget, okay, let's not forget this. Your name is above the door. That's yeah. like a pub landlord saying, oh, well, I wasn't here at the time. Well, your name's still to, above the door.
9: To, I'm tempted to bar you, mate. Why? Kelly,
11: I can remove the Ian Lee bit if you like.
9: Can you can you do a little bit of magic so that it's um, says Justin? Uh, yes. Thank you. Well, great stories, though. I mean, apart yeah. from the, the, you kind of started getting a little bit too big for your boots, great Ooh. stories. The personal branding. Yeah,
3: Ooh. absolutely. I mean, that man we spoke to, first of all, um, he, he was showing me how he, he pulls his teeth out. The, <laughs> oh, this is so graphic. Did, um, he, the did one he pull it out in front of you? <laughs> Maybe, because he said to me, look at this. He said, look, it's got to come out either today or tomorrow. He should have whipped it out tomorrow. In front of you, Justin. I'll tell you what, yeah. how about I go and have a word with him. Is and he still there? He's still here. He's still here. He works on the market, mate. Get him I'm to do it. Get,
9: him, get record it or get him to do it live on air today or tomorrow. Is that what you want? Not that we condone it. Of course, it's probably breaking loads of health and safety. So no, no. But he said. Me, but, but he
3: said to me on tape there, w- without being pushed, he said that that tooth has got to come out either today or tomorrow. It's so loose. When he was talking to me, I could see it moving. <laughs> so he, it's got to come out.
24: Do you
9: think, Justin, you can persuade a man to get it out live on air? On a scale of one to ten. I'd say five, but leave it with me. Dearly, we'll speak to you later on. Take care. Thank you very much indeed. Probably this is going against—I mean, Ofcom, probably the law.
10: If he's if he's going to do it anyway, it's not <sighs> like we're telling him to get it out. He's yeah. going to get it out anyway.
9: Yeah. I think someone got the. That's the same argument as if someone stood on a bridge about to jump. No, well, no, no, they, no, 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 no. You sure? You sure? You're the producer. This is this is both of us going down here. Yeah. You got a text about someone using pliers, haven't you? Yeah, it was Jade.
10: My granddad pulled his tooth out with pliers a few weeks ago.
9: Whoa! Ow! Well, like just pliers from the garage?
10: I'm taking it. Yeah, he didn't have medical-grade pliers. There's another one here as well. Google Antarctica 1961. This is from John. Oh. Russian surgeon operates on own appendix. <laughs> oh, that's kind of smart. Is there video footage of that? 1961, I doubt it. And Nigel said three words, caught in zip.
9: Well,'ve well,
10: you've, you've got to self-treat there, you've got to.: have,
9: there, must, there must be um, because if I my first question, whenever I speak to a doctor OK, this is always my first, first second or third question, is, have you ever, after been busy?: Have you ever done uh, <laughs> a up to me with a, um, a biro? You know the thing where they put it this through. Is
10: before you take your coat off. You ask them that. No, well, if I no, no,
9: stopping. no, no, no. If I am, um, if I'm in conversation with them in a bar. Oh. If so I'm in a hotel bar in Hong Kong, and I'm guy says he's a doctor. So, oh, you ever done that thing where you get a biro and push it through someone's throat? And the number of doctors that have said yes, they have done that, is absolutely astounding. Mm. And uh, the point I'm getting at is, you mentioned we mentioned the, the gentleman did his appendix. People can operate on themselves. It's quite common.
10: Don't try it at home. No.
9: But, if you do, film it. No. Send it to me. No, no, no. We'll put it on Facebook. No, we can't. Why? Uh, I don't so see... So many reasons why. OK, well, just send it to me and I'll have a laugh. No. Ian.ly at BBC.co.uk. Oh.
10: I was hoping for verrucas. I'm not. I don't want anyone
9: removing organs. Listen, we have had. we I didn't think we'd get anything on this. We have um, really. We've started off sprinting, uh, and the thing is, we're involved in a marathon, so we need to up our game.
10: Wow, I'm concerned whether, where this game will end.
9: I bet there is somebody who has taken out. Um, well, people amputate their own limbs.
10: Oh no 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 no. What? No. The f-
9: the... No. No. You've changed since that um, last warning we both had recently. Yeah. I can understand why, thanks. 08459 double five five double five is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, when have you tracked yourself medically? Um, and do you want to delete your U2 album live on the radio? This uh, could happen... Um, <laughs> Carpet Martin on Twitter says That Pondre Sting, I believe that's an abbreviation of Peter Andre That Pondre Sting is amazing It almost sounds like he's not reading it I think it's good Justin's got in his celebrity mates over an ISDN line And he's reco- he's, he's used, shown initiative
10: And thanks Pondre, we appreciate it
9: Thank you Pondre 08459 four double five five double five is the telephone number Should you wish to give us a call BBC Three Counties Radio, let's get the travel news Here's Nicola <laughs>
8: travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
15: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off on the M1 heading southbound rather heavy moving on the speed sensors at the moment between Junction 12 for Flittig and Junction 11 for Dunstable. The M25 rather heavy heading anti-clockwise between Junction 17 at Maple Cross and Junction 16 for the M40. At the moment in Brickywood, it's queuing on the North Orbital Road just at Junction 21A for the M25. Also queuing on camera on the Barnet bypass heading southbound between Stirling Corner and Mill Hill Circus and on to Anglia at the moment service is suspended and that's between Enfield Town and Liverpool Street and Chesant and Liverpool Street. Nicola Richards BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank
9: you Nicola. It's uh, Wednesday, the 17th of September. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A Hertfordshire couple who started a maternity support charity say the NHS needs to do more for parents of stillborn children. They're backing the fundraising efforts of a Milton Keynes mum. Police in Bedford say the life sentences handed down to four young men for murdering teenager Isaac Stone are a stark reminder of the dangers of carrying knives. And in sport, there were wins last night for Watford and Wickham, a draw for Luton and defeats for MK Dons and Stevenage. Beds,
4: hearts and bucks
8: weather. BBC Three Counties Radio.
22: Good morning. It's a rather cloudy start across all three counties, actually. A bit of mist and fog out there as well. Perhaps not quite as widespread as yesterday, but there is still some. It's gradually starting to lift, but it is going to be predominantly cloudy through this morning. Eventually, we'll see the sun melt the cloud away towards the east coast, and we'll get some sunshine this afternoon. And that's when we're going to get our warmest temperatures. It's going to feel quite warm and muggy this afternoon. 22 Celsius, the maximum temperature. Overnight, we'll see the cloud reintroduce itself from the east. We'll get some mist and fog. Minimum temperature 14 Celsius celsius so still feeling quite muggy overnight and a similar start tomorrow morning but it looks like the cloud and the mist is going to clear significantly more quickly tomorrow as the air is coming from the east it's a lot drier it'll dry out the moisture in our air that little bit faster so some more sunshine tomorrow and again feeling warm the maximum temperature at 22 celsius with the increased humidity overnight thursday into friday we also see an increased risk of a thundery downpour that's your forecast kate yeah have you ever self-treat
9: yourself Ever what? Have you ever self-treat yourself?
22: I have no idea what you're talking about. Fair enough.
8: When you need local news.
16: Patient groups in Milton Keynes say a lack of doctors is putting public health at risk.
8: When you need local travel.
22: Northbound on the M1, the road is still closed for accident investigation work.
8: When you need local weather.
22: Still some patchy cloud around this afternoon.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio is here. See
22: one or two showers develop on that cloud.
8: With local, up-to-date news and travel bulletins throughout the day. A
22: businesswoman says she fears for her livelihood.
8: Oh, I'm so sorry. What you done? I pressed stop. Don't I, was, do that. I, was trying to, I was
9: trying to avoid this. <laughs> oh, the ladies in the
6: house. <laughs> oh. The ladies, the ladies.
16: The ladies' perspective with J Dog. Across beds, hearts and bucks.
10: Seamless. <laughs> the ladies,
16: the ladies, <laughs> the ladies, the ladies. I was
9: trying to avoid that, and I, 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 I jumped the um, the trailer there. But, you know, hey, it's BBC Three Counties Radio. We do local stuff. We, yeah. We, what's your beef with that? 08459 455555. A little recap of where we've been, please, Catherine.
10: Self-treating yourself. Have yeah. you ever done it yourself? No. Nope. For yourself? Say it properly. So have you ever self-treat yourself?
9: Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> That's the phone-in.
10: Or did you wreck yourself? Don't. We need to show both sides of this. No, I mean, I you're forget this impartiality. To take their out.
9: I'm not advocating. it. I'm just saying if you if you've ha- if you if have to do, do it,
10: it, do it on air.
9: Yeah, if you have got yeah. to do it, do it right. Do it with me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it, it though? Isn't it, Dave? Yes, it is. You, Ross. you ever self treat yourself? No. Never. No. Because you're like from the older generation. Excuse me. You guys,
13: your breath. No, no, it's you. No, I'm talking not talking about old again. Yeah, I, I, I caught my fingers, two fingers, in a in the a years ago, in the old train,
9: the okay. old doors. Okay, can I, can I just say, by the way, we are not doing the phone in that Catherine suggested. What have you got your fingers stuck in? That's no, no, We I should. Know.
10: More people have got their fingers stuck. Yeah, I
9: know, but yeah. it's just, it's. I mean, Dave, that really isn't where we want to take this, is it? No, I'm. I'm I'll take that mine. Okay. Actually, Sorry? My phone in was what if you stuck your finger in? All right, well let's let's try it, Dave. Right. What? what have you stuck your finger in? Nothing. What? Never. Fibber. No. Oh. No. Go, come me. on. Listen. I'll you know. Me. You know, right? When you're walking, when if you're, you're if you're stuck in a room and you it, see it, like it, a little hole in the table or the chair that you're no. sat on, or that or that you will everyone puts their, everyone sticks their finger here's in one,
10: it. Here's one. Here's one. I do Did all they? the time and and regret it. You know yeah. the definition of madness: yeah. doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. All right, Einstein. Do right. you remember the wet wipe packs yep. that used to have sort of a cross-shaped opening oh, you
9: could put your finger in? Great Try times. and get that
10: bad boy out, really hurts. Yeah. I did it more than once.
9: Stings, doesn't it? Mm.
11: Smarties mm. packets as well. Sorry?
9: Putting your fingers
11: in the Smarties
9: box. The what box? The
11: Smarties. You know yeah, the Smarties brand? has got a tube. T in it, mate. tube. Yeah. I said Smarties. You said mm. Smarties. from about? Luton. Uh, Smarties. Excuse me, am I, so I on, on this right? Yeah. Excuse me, am I so on this So you've stuck your finger in the
9: Smarties packet.
11: Tube, yeah. Why? You just tip.
9: You always tip. You always tip, and, and you stuck. tip it back.
11: And it got stuck. I was trying to get the ones right at the bottom. Hey, do you know they were the, stuck there because they were sticky? They, they haven't got the lids out of the shaking. They
10: haven't got. The, that's because you. They haven't got the lids anymore.
9: They're octagonal. I know. So they've not got the letter on you the lid. You can't collect them because you always used to collect the letter of the lid.
10: Someone's eaten them, haven't they?
9: That's unbelievable. I'd, health and safety. It's gone. It's health and safety gone mad. We're going to hell in a handcart. It's the thin end, dear listener, of the wedge.
10: Isn't it, Dave?
13: Excuse me, do, yes. I a, do I get a little listening here or looking or speaking? You know, is do you remember Looking
9: Magazine? Yeah, they it used to have was like the lyrics, didn't it they? It was like Radio Times for yeah. kids, TV Times for kids. And it would have um, um, like cartoons of Adamant falling in love and stuff. And
10: aha. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, it was oh. weird, really weird.
9: We never used to read it. It was always. Uh, I, because my. Oh. Because my dad used to work for the BBC, we didn't really have much to do with ITV. That's why I thought it's just, it's actually because my mum was a bit of a middle class snob. Oh, That's cool. why. So, no looking for I'm you. Trying to think what magazines we used to get is, I mean, comics, wasn't it? Dandy, Beano, yeah. Wizard and Chips. Yeah. I used to like Plug, big fan of uh, Plug. Remember Plug? He had his ears sticking yeah, yeah, out.
10: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Bash Street.
9: The Bash Street kids.
10: Then I went on to um, just 17, I wasn't.
9: No, no, well, yeah, it's aimed at 13-year-olds, isn't it? My
10: dad nearly had a thrombo when I started reading more. Well, it's all, yeah, it's all about... It's all about... Um,
9: Excuse me. Excuse me. What are you used to reading your your day, Kels? The kids. The kids. Yeah. The lion. The thing about comics is, they're actually rubbish.
11: No, Beano's still great. No, it's one? not... Rewind, fast forward. For, yeah, re- fast forward. Yeah, that one. Fast, 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 forward, forward. Fast,
9: forward, forward. Forward, forward. Fast, fast, forward, forward, forward. forward. That was the song. That was you the song.
11: let to get a look in here? Dennis is ringing. Shall I answer it and put him on? Yeah, yeah.
9: let's get to speak to Dennis. Oh, God. 08459 455555 if you want to give yeah, us a call, call about stuff. Let's go to Dave yeah, Luton. Morning, Dave. Hi. I think Dave's gone. Where's that? She's about to go to him. Has he gone?
10: Has he gone quiet for? That's a, that's a
9: little bit rude, isn't it? Oh, well. Should we ring him back? I, w- I wouldn't bother, to be honest. I'll
10: get Dennis.
9: Get Next g- best thing. Let's get... Dennis on, shall we? I need a bit of music for Dennis. Hello.
24: Hello, Dennis. Hello. I can, I can hear you now. Yeah,
9: oh well, good. It's because you're on the phone to us. So it works.
24: Yes, that's right. Yes, yes I know. I was cut off, you see. Well, I was... Well, I heard you say your father worked for the BBC. Correct, sir. That's how you got this job. That was nepotism. Yep. I don't what's know. Your, what's your beef with that? Nothing, I thought. No, how did he manage... An idiot managed to get on the... BBC. His dad got him in. Yeah. Oh God!
9: My dad, or as I like to call him Lord Reith, uh, got me uh, this position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't. Own, I shouldn't own that. up
24: to Lord Reith. He was not a gentleman.
9: I don't listen. I don't have a problem with nepotism at all. Why? Yeah. Why, why, is, why is nepotism become a dirty word?
24: Well, because you get into something that you're not really entitled to. Why not? Daddy, sure, hey, Daddy, hey, Daddy, listen. When Daddy you found you a job,
9: when people get jobs, okay, you pull every string. It's it's. It's not uncommon for a son or a daughter to follow their parents and, and work in, in a similar field, is it? Apart well, from you, Catherine. Difficult. No, I am. Oh, there you go, you see? My dad's a journalist,
10: told me not to be one. I be one. J- you're a what? Mm. A journalist.
24: Is- My mother was a dressmaker. Co- coffee. I didn't Make. want to be a dressmaker. No, but you, you ended up in dresses. No, I
9: didn't. The thing is, it's not <laughs> uncommon to follow your parents in, in their same kind of field. And if, why would you not help your children
24: get get some work? Oh, no, my mother helped me. She opened the front door and said they've kept you for 21 years. Bugger off and keep yourself. There we go, Dennis. Thank also, you.
9: Also, as
11: long as you're good at the job, it doesn't really matter how you got there, does it? No,
24: not at all. Every, whenever you go... Ah, well, this is when... Are you good because you knew how to get there? What? Are you good does because it, you are helped?
9: Does it does it matter? Does it matter as long as you are good? If you're not capable of doing the job, then sling your hook. And there's one or two people here I could suggest that too. I'm well looking at. Well, yeah, you
24: see.
10: I mean, look at Chloe Madeley. We wouldn't have her without Richard and Judy, would be? And that would be a great loss to the broadcasting industry. What
9: does
24: she do? I don't.
11: People say that I look like her.
24: Oh, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly's the right one. She's got a beautiful speaking voice, so she's right. She's right for the job.
11: Thanks, Dennis.
24: Kelly anytime. You you're, you're and, telling and me, Th- Dennis. I'm Catherine. I'm Catherine. You're telling me, Dennis, yes. that you
9: would never help your children get a little bit of work because you disagree with nepotism.
24: The only thing I did with them tell them get into engineering. That's the only help I gave oh,
10: them. Hang on a
9: minute then.
24: To get into engineering. Made sure to get a good education. Mm. And then launch them off into space.
9: Dennis, have you oh you want to be astronauts? Hey! There's a Get, this is an amazing story the other day, right? There's a golf match going on. I don't know anything about golf. A fella match? Sure, why not? A fella on the 15th hole gets a hole in one, right? Dennis, guess what you won for that. What did we win? No, no, you don't win anything. You guess what he won for getting a hole in
24: one. I should think uh, quite a few quid. Nope.
9: Catherine, you guess. Um, a golf club. <laughs> oh, no, mate. Kelly?
11: Um, he got to ride around the thingy on the golf buggy.
9: No. He won a trip to space. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) He got a hole in one on the 15th hole. He won a trip to space. That
10: is a very cunning prize, because ain't no-one going to cash that in.
9: Isn't that amazing? He won a trip to space, Dennis, just for getting a ball in a
24: tiny hole. And by the end of this year, he might be able to get get the trip. Have you
9: ever self-tracked yourself, Dennis? Um... Only with the zips. Thank you very Only much way. indeed. He won a trip to, to space. space! Isn't that amazing? So I. Right. That's a real thing. So what if you had
10: your fingers stuck in? Call me now. No. Vanessa of Bedford has. Yeah. No, she's not called us, she sent us a text. My younger brother had his fingers caught in a train door. He was about five at the time. It was a diesel.
18: Hey,
9: those those train doors really do smell.
10: Oh, do you remember Dave Luton, who called in earlier?
9: Mmm, um, to this show? Yeah. Did
11: you speak to him? All kind of.
9: I remember most of the callers to the show. I don't remember Dave. When when, when has he called?
11: He, uh, he shut his fingers in the train door. That's why he rang. Is he Vanessa's brother? Maybe. Oh, Vanessa. I'm so sorry. Wait, is Vanessa's last name Luton? No, Bedford. Oh...
9: If you go to Twitter, uh, someone has... Well, I've got two... Is she all right? That's a caller. Oh, wow. Um, Joy Bell. ever ever self-treat yourself. Joybell says, I tied cotton on a mole.
10: Oh, I've heard of this as well.
9: It swelled up and died off. And then someone sent me a picture, which I'm going to retweet. It's horrible, right? And it's Pete, and he says, woman versus deck chair. Deck chair one, go and look at what remains of her finger. You right, Kels? mm mm-hmm. You sure? Yep, you're about to hear. Well, sure. we've only got 30 seconds. Can we squeeze it into 30 seconds? She thinks so.
11: Fader two
9: is Tony. Tony, what have you got for us? Hello, Ian. <gasps>
26: yeah, um, you want to know about what you do to cure your own problems? Yeah,
9: Catherine's just seen that woman's oh. finger. Yes, go <laughs> on. Right. I'll burst my own piles. Ladies and gentlemen, on that bombshell...
8: ..travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
15: BBC Three Counties Radio starting off on the A1M that's looking rather heavy moving heading southbound between Junction 8 for Stevenage and Junction 7 the M25 heading anti-clockwise, quite heavy moving between Junction 21 the M1 and Junction 16 for the M40 in North Watford the A41 North Western Avenue looking quite heavy just around St Albans Road and the A40 Western Avenue that's queuing at the moment between the Swankleys roundabout and Gypsy Corner on camera and the M40 He's queuing as well, heading northbound from the Denham roundabout to the M25. Take a look at the trains at the moment. Service is suspended on Great Anglia between Enfield Town and Liverpool Street and Chesnut and Liverpool Street, and that's all due to an operating incident. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Nicola, I don't know if you heard the caller just before the uh, you came on. It was Tony. He said yeah. he, he said he burst his own piles.
15: Ugh. I know, i feeling a little queasy. Thanks very much indeed. <laughs>
9: I'd rather feel queasy than feel his... OK, guys, uh, it's, this is turning in to be the phone-in of the year. When have you self tracked yourself? Give us a call. We'll speak after the news with Simon.
4: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
8: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: It's eight o'clock, the headlines, Hertfordshire couple backing help for parents of stillborn babies, police warning after four jailed for Bedford murder and wins for Watford and Wickham.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: A Hertfordshire couple say the NHS needs to do more for parents of stillborn children. Andrew and Rachel Cantor from Wellin set up the National Maternity Support Foundation charity after their son Jake was stillborn. They're backing a Milton Keynes mother who is raising money for a soundproof room at the new city's hospital. Leanne Duggan gave birth to her stillborn son in February with the noise of healthy babies all around her.
19: When you know yours isn't going to cry, it just, it's literally, it just kills you inside. And I just don't think anyone should have to listen to that. Unfortunately, it doesn't come under the NHS budget. So it's, it's left to people like me to, to sort that out.
1: Police in Bedford say the life sentences handed down to four young men for murdering teenager Isaac Stone are a stark reminder of the dangers of carrying knives. 19-year-old Isaac was stabbed to death in Costin Street in January. His killers will serve minimum jail terms of between 25 and 28 years. Detective Inspector Adam Gallop is from the Beds and Hearts Major Crime Unit. It's
0: another case, another example of knives being taken out onto the streets with, with catastrophic results uh, and hopefully this result today will help send another clear message to those those young people who, who take to the streets with knives that you're not untouchable uh, the police will catch you, and you will face extremely lengthy sentencing as a result of your actions.
1: Police investigating the murders of two British holidaymakers in Thailand say they now consider two men from the UK as possible suspects. Both are described as being in the care of police in Bangkok, but neither has been formally detained or arrested. On the eve of the Scottish referendum, both sides have embarked on their last day of campaigning. Several new opinion polls give the no side a narrow lead, as the BBC's Scotland political editor, Brian Taylor explains.
2: ICM in the Scotsman, Opinion in the Telegraph and Servation in the Daily Mail, each of them suggesting that it's 48 for yes and 52 for no. Now of course the the margin of error built into polls means that that is pretty well neck and neck. It's really too close to call in the run-up to this final day. There'll be uh, rallies here in Glasgow, there'll be rallies all across Scotland because
1: literally every single vote counts. Police have released video footage of a police car being rammed in Hertfordshire by a man wanted for burglaries across the east of England worth around half a million pounds. They're hunting 23-year-old Luke Wall and his partner, 20-year-old Teresa Connors. The footage shows a marked police car being rammed on the M25 in Hertfordshire in June. A report on academy schools has found that some are paying large sums of public money for services provided by members of their own trust boards. The study, commissioned by the Education Select, committee has called for testing for potential conflicts of interest to be improved. In sport, Watford are back up to second in the Championship.
3: Here's Dyer inside the box, he's fouled and Watford have a penalty. Here comes pitcher right-footed, into the corner! He applauds the applause Watford fans who sing his name. It's Blackpool 0, Watford 1.
1: Elsewhere, Milton Keynes-Dons lost 2-1 at home to Bradford, Luton drew 0-0 at York, Wickham won 1-0 at Plymouth and Stevenage lost 2-1 at Bury. The weather, any early mist clearing to leave another warm and sunny day, a maximum temperature 23 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. counties. oh, 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 oh,
16: mysterious Ian... I want to get close to you.
4: Today on BBC Three Counties Radio. From Nine. The JVS Show.
5: With me,
16: David Preva, where you
5: can join in the big phone-in and have your consumer problems tackled. From Twelve.
2: Nick Coffer. Dust off your vinyl and get it valued by the man who owns a quarter of a million records, Andy
7: Chesham. From Three. Roberto Peroni. The best stories as they happen every single
8: afternoon. And the greatest talking points. From Seven.
4: Mark Forrest.
8: I'll bring you the best bits from everything that's been happening on BBC Local Radio.
4: Today on BBC Three Counties Radio. Oh,
16: oh, oh, oh. Goodness oh, 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 oh. So how do we make this hell Mysterious stop? Mysterious, Ian. I want to get close to you. Just
9: let him get close to you. I don't want him to get close to me. Not after last time. Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Should soundproof rooms be standard in uh, maternity units in hospitals for those people who've, well, not been quite so lucky? When have you self-tracked yourself? It's a really odd show this morning. And What was the one you came up with? What have you stuck... What have you stuck your finger in? Oh, for goodness sake. What? 08459
8: four double five five double five.
9: Across
4: beds, hearts and bucks.
8: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's, um
9: one of those shows. Let's do something a bit serious and then we'll we'll, uh, get on to the other uh, rubbish that we're spouting about. Now, the NHS needs to do more for parents whose pregnancies don't go according to plan. That's uh, according to the Hertfordshire based National Maternity Support Foundation, which says too many hospitals don't know how to deal with miscarriages and stillbirths sensitively. Catherine Boyle uh, joins me in the studio. What's prompted this charity's comments?
10: Well a phone call from us really. We uh, called the National Maternity Support Foundation which is based in Hertfordshire after hearing about a lady called Leanne Doggan. She's from Milton Keynes and uh, she lost a baby earlier this year. She went for a check-up towards the end of her pregnancy which was only in February and was told that her baby had passed away in the womb. Now in these cases it's it's quite usual for um, the mother's labour to be induced so she was taken to the labour ward like any other woman and there she gave birth to her son Harris and she says the staff at Milton King's Hospital were absolutely fantastic, and she couldn't fault them at all for the way they behaved. They couldn't have helped her more. But her abiding memory, once she'd given birth to Harris, was that that precious time she had with him, which was limited anyway, was kind of marked by the fact that she could hear other people giving birth to healthy babies. About
9: I, her. Um, as a man, I'd never really considered this before, until we started having kids, and um, uh, and then you kind of think, oh gosh, what if things went wrong? And at our NCT class, there was a woman who had lost a baby quite late on. And one of the things that shocked me was that a lot of people, when you lose a baby, whatever stage, don't consider it to be a baby. I know. You can always try again. Hey, you can can have another one. People, that those That's what people would, had said to her. Not many people. And I'm sure that number is decreasing. People say, ah, never mind, you can try again.
10: I have a friend who was in that position too, and she said that once she was at a graveyard, they had an internment for the baby, and there was a man who she was speaking to, and he said, what was your baby called? And she said that was the first time anyone had ever yeah. referred to that child as my baby. Because
9: people don't seem to to realise. And do you know what? Maybe I didn't until, I, until you know my wife got pregnant. I'd never really thought about it. Maybe I didn't realise. But at some point, whether that child is, is, is uh, stillborn or not, well <laughs> You're, unless it's a cesarean, you're, you're passing that you're still having a birth mm-hmm. You know, it's just under incredibly tragic circumstances
10: and often it's dealt with as a procedure, this is the problem, that it's dealt with as a procedure and of course the NHS has to deal with it in terms of care but the call from the National Maternity Support Foundation is also to think about the psychological well-being what's of the
9: Leanne, she's channeling her grief isn't she, she's, she is. she's kind of working it's uh, all
10: very fresh and you spoke to her early on and she's yeah. very together given, given she what just? she's been through she says she wants to make sure now that no one else has to deal with that a as well as everything else in future, by having this soundproof room built for parents to say goodbye to their children. Um, She's about... What did she say now? £317. £317 off target. So it looks like it's going to happen for Milton Keynes, but what Andrew Cantor from the National Maternity Support Foundation told us is that... They shouldn't have to be found, the the money shouldn't have to be found by by charities, by well wishes. It should be standard with the NHS.
13: I think it's absolutely fantastic what Leanne is doing. Um, But I think the real point and the real issue is that uh, I I think it's really incumbent upon the the trust, the NHS, to to fund these uh, what I call necessary uh, facilities because, you know, Unfortunately, yes, it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it is such a a huge impact. Uh, If
9: you want to give to the charity, we'll give the details out in about one minute, 30 seconds, so you've got that long to go and get a pen and paper. Uh, Leanne's experience, we spoke to her, obviously it's affected her terribly, hasn't it?
10: It has. It's one of the only things that she remembers clearly about the time that was very foggy for obvious reasons. You know, she found out the baby wasn't alive and very quickly she was put into a sort of chain of events that she had no control over, really. She just had to go through it. Um, And she said, as I I want to flag up, we're not criticising staff at Milton Keynes Hospital. She felt that they dealt with her with great compassion, um, but she just said that there's this emphasis on physical rather than psychological care. Andrew Cantor would agree with that, and he obviously deals with people from across the three counties, not just Milton Keynes. He experienced something similar when he and his wife lost their baby, Jake, and just like Leanne, their experience made them
13: want to change things. We were in a a hospital environment that, that had no... Uh, what they now call, I think, a home-from-home room or, or a quiet area you could go. I mean, the worst thing that, that, that can happen is if, you know, you hear babies crying and you hear mothers in labour, um, you know, it has a huge psychological effect. Yes, I mean, I I genuinely believe that every maternity unit should have an area like this and, and it sh- there, there should be a national strategy that, that puts this in place, but unfortunately, uh, we don't have that. I was hoping Milton Keynes Hospital would come
9: on today because the, the staff... They're not even being criticised, really, are they? The, the staff have been praised by Leanne um, and it's just the set-up that, that's the way a lot of hospitals are, but they've are they're not they've not come on, which is a shame.
10: No, but we did speak to their fundraising manager for the Milton Keynes Hospital charity that Leanne is contributing towards, Vanessa couldn't join us either but she said that um, fundraising helps us to go over and above for patients at Milton Keynes Hospital. Leanne really is an inspiration and we're grateful for her support of Milton Keynes Hospital charity. It'll make a huge difference to those parents who need to use our Butterfly Suite.
9: And if people want to give?
10: It's justgiving.com slash babies with wings MK. That's all one word. That's justgiving.com slash babies with wings MK. But you can also text your donation. Hugs04. 04. Yes. Yes. Hugs04 to send Seven hundred seventy, and that will donate £4 to the cause, but Leanne said you can change that number at the end of yeah. Hugs to whatever you want to donate. Sure. She's not asking for a specific
4: amount. Across beds, hearts and bucks.
8: This is Ian Lee.
4: BBC okay, well. Three Counties Radio.
9: It's... One of those shows where the subjects kind of uh, clank and grind and, and perhaps sit a little uncomfortably, but that's just the way it works out. We've gone from that to talking about when have you self trepped yourself? Uh, doesn't it doesn't all seem rather trivial now, but I shot my finger in the car door last night. flipping hurt. <gasps> oh, it smarted. Uh, but I, it hurt so much I didn't swear or say anything. I just went, oh.
10: See, this is the thing, right? Tough horror guy. movies, horror movies which have you believe that everyone shouts and hollers. Yeah. Do you remember that time you really frightened me in the, in the dark? Uh, which one? Uh, the one where you were standing behind the front door as I walked in. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Turn around to put the light on, there's this looming figure.
9: Hi. Do
10: you know what noise I made? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's
9: the real that was noise the noise from your terror. mouth?
10: That's the noise of terror. Yeah. <sighs>
9: so, uh, I, I'm, I'm being a tough guy about it, but I'm, I'm, the thing is, I don't think the nail is damaged enough for it to fall off. Which is a problem because I'd like it to fall oh, off. No, you it's, don't. It's not. great when a nail falls off. It really is out of this world. Uh, so, from that, we've got to talking about when have you self treat yourself? Uh, when have you done. And loads of people have done medical procedures on removing of the teeth is the main thing. Someone has done it with uh, some cotton and a door and a slam bang. A man
10: in Auburns might do it today.
9: Yeah, we're hoping we're going to get him live on the radio to what pull was it out.
10: What's that fella saying before the news?
9: He burst his own piles. Now, speaking as someone who has suffered from the severe debilitating condition of piles, you don't... Why would you want to... Even the doctors don't burst them unless they really have to. They they um, banned them. Ooh. They wrap and a... This is horrible, right? Oh, enjoy your breakfast, guys. Enjoy your beans. They... <laughs> <laughs> the, the people who hate me are really... are going to hate me even more now. The people who like me might start hating me.
10: I think it's a qu- quite a common condition and we need to I was going to say explode the myth, but you know what I mean. We
9: need to get our hands on it. No, mm. um, we need to study Tackle it intently. We need to uh, look into it. Get no. to the bottom of it. Uh, they they put an elastic band around it so it, it kills it and dies. Like now, a lamb's tail. When you go and do it like a lamb's tail, they dock it. <laughs> now, when you go and have this done, you're lying on the table. Do they use loom bands? Pretty much, yeah. They've got a machine that kind of fires them off. You can have them frozen as well. Um, but when you're doing it, um, so I had this done. Okay, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm not. I'm not proud. Well, I wasn't. You're lying on the table. You don't take your trousers off completely. They're just beneath your knees, right? So it's really undignified. Yeah, you haven't got the say. dignity of taking your trousers. So if if your mum walked in, it would be you'd, you'd have to hop over. Anyway, <laughs> so you're lying on the table, right, with everything out, and the fella's putting his gloves on. He's not even a doctor. This fella. He's just a bloke. Is he a porter? I don't know what he was. And then three young people walk in. Do you mind if some students watch? Oh, thanks a lot for asking me when I'm in this position. Yeah, actually, I do, but they're here now. So, yeah, go have a look at the bloke who used to be on the telly's bum. I was going to say, you
10: normally play to a student audience.
9: Um, so that, that was... Um, that was
10: that that happened.
9: That was that that happened. Obviously, you're fine with it. Man alive, it is, it is, if anyone says having your piles removed doesn't hurt, they're lying. Mm. Oi! And then I had an anal fissure. That's oh, a different story. Okay,
10: right, we don't
9: want to go there. We don't we don't want to go there. Where,
10: uh, where are we going?
9: I don't know. Uh, well, it, well, Your other thing, oh man, we're going to get so many complaints. What, what Sorry, you st- Jan, you're going to get complaints today. There's nothing we can do Why? about it. Why? Um, what
10: have you stuck your finger in?
9: Exactly. You see? 08459 455555 is the telephone number should you wish to give us uh, a call on that. And also, if you want to delete your U2 album, uh, then you can. I can't delete it because I don't know what my uh, iTunes login is. I'm stuck with Bono forever. Like the Edge. Trademark. 08459
8: oh, five, 455 555. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
15: BBC Three Counties Radio southbound. It's easing off a bit now just after Junction 13 for Salford Road. There was a broken down vehicle there but it's now been removed. The M1 southbound heavy between Junction 12 at Flitwick and Junction 11 for Dunstable and the A1M on the Speed Sense is looking heavy between Junction 8 for Stevenage and Junction 7. The M25 heading anti-clockwise, very slow um, just between Junction 21 the M1 and Junction 16 for the M40. The M40 itself is queuing on camera and that's heading northbound from the Denham Rand about to the M25 and services are suspended at the moment on Greater Anglia between Enfield Town and Liverpool Street and Cheshunt and Liverpool Street. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank
9: you very much. 8.15, it is uh, Wednesday the 17th of September, I'm Ian Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A Hertfordshire couple who started a maternity support charity says the NHS needs to do more for the parents of stillborn children. They're backing the fundraising efforts of a Milton Keynes mum. Police in Bedford say the life sentences handed down to four young men for murdering teenager Isaac Stone are a stark reminder of the dangers of carrying knives. And in sport, there were wins last night for Watford and Wickham, a draw for Luton and defeats for MK Dons and Stevenage.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. The Scottish referendum across the BBC. As Scotland decides... The future of the United Kingdom is about to be revealed. Will Scotland vote for independence or to stay part of the union? The arguments have been raging amongst politicians, families and friends. And how will the outcome affect you?
25: The real crux of the matter is what of the future, our children's future.
4: Scotland Decides, live from Scotland, tomorrow night at 10.35 on BBC One and BBC One HD.
9: Well, David, you've uh, accused me of using phrases that I think are unacceptable on the BBC. Luckily, yours was uh, said off microphone. Well, exactly, and
5: if you listen very carefully, you can hear Lord Ruth not only turning in his grave, but charging up the M1s. There we go, you see. (laughs) uh,
9: Bolting the doors, Mr Hall is on his way. Uh, David's sitting in for JVS uh, all this week while he looks after a dog. Uh,
5: he is looking after a dog. Yeah, it's dog-sitting. It's it? perpetuity. It's, it's ludicrous. It's a scam, is
9: what it's, I think it is. It
5: is. Uh, what's on the show today? Uh, we're going to talk about domestic violence today. One in three, I can't believe this, one in three women have suffered domestic violence. How can that be? I don't don't understand this at all. And thirty-five percent of women keep it a secret from their friends and family. Violence, emotional abuse in the home, but it's okay, isn't it? Because it's domestic. So when we talk about things being domestic, that's all right because it's all nice and okay. We need to change the labels on this, and I want to hear your stories. At nine this morning, has domestic violence affected you or your family? Oh eight four-five nine four double five five double
8: five. On FM, AM, online and digital radio.
4: This is Ian Lee.
8: On BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Right, that's a phone number to give us a call as well, of course, if you want, 08459 555. Now, four men have been jailed for the brutal murder of Isaac Stone in Bedford. The teenage rapper died in Costin Street in January after, get this mocking his killers on YouTube. Wow! They attacked him with knives and meat cleavers and killed him. Joining me now is Jan Madden, the director of the Hemel-based knife crime charity's Billy Wish. Morning, Jan.
27: Good morning, Ian. Uh,
9: what do you think about this case? It's, uh, it's it's incredible, isn't it?
27: It's quite horrific, isn't it? And I've been reading up on, on the history of the, the case. Um, I'm quite shocked to see that two of the defendants actually must have only just come out of prison because they'd been given three-year sentences in June 2012. It's, it's just unbelievable. These, you know, People get straight and back on the
23: streets. They're kids,
9: 22, 19, 21 and 20. I mean, you know, legally, right? they're, they're kids. It's kids killing kids. I
27: know. It's, it's just absolutely dreadful.
9: Um, they bought the, I mean, the, the, there's the, there's always calls, aren't there, after things like this, for for, for tougher rules on, on knives. They bought these knives for three quid from a hardware store, so the, the, you, you can't do. really, pol- you can't police the selling of knives, can you?
27: Th- that's a really difficult question, isn't it? Where do you draw the line, you know? And there were meat cleavers as well, I believe, yeah. two of them. Um... Who would who would think that somebody would just walk into a hardware store and buy meat cleavers and then use them ten minutes later to kill somebody? you can't say that wasn't premeditated, can
9: you no I mean and how would you there's no way of policing it because hey guess what I've got a meat cleaver at home I've got some really sharp knives, and you can't say well we can't we can only sell them if you've got a note from your mum you know' it's, it's, it's a tough one isn't it
27: yeah they're just as capable of taking one out of the kitchen drawer so you know that wouldn't control it would it
9: they've been what are you satisfied with the sentences that
27: they've got um I'm, I'm never never satisfied with the sentences. Ian, um, the, the, for, for the, the listeners that don't know, um, Billy Dove's murderer—that's the, the charity that we set up. I work with Billy Dove's family, mm. um, a young lad in Hemel Hempstead, um, and his murderer only got 14 years. Um, it, you know, what, what can you do? It's, he was only 17 as well. Mm. Um, all we can do is, is try and educate young people about the dangers, and that's why Billy's Wish was set up. We we educate. Uh, children all across Hertfordshire, um, well, decorum, and we're spreading out across Hertfordshire now. Well,
9: this is we've we've spoken about um, uh, this charity several times. And yeah. I know that, that Justin Deely has taken a, a real personal interest Absolutely, in this, and has, yeah. has has been in touch lots. Yeah, How, I can't remember the last time that we spoke about it, but but things are really starting to to grow apace with this, weren't they? Where, where are we now?
27: Yeah, with they this? are. Um, we we launched um, the. We actually released the films. Um, it's a series of films that are taught to both primary and secondary schools. So there's a film that's specifically aimed at Year 6 pupils. And that What's Year 6?
9: Is, is that 10? Year 6
27: is the top end of primary school. Yes, so ten, 10 and, and 11. Year olds. Right. No mention of knives in that one at all. It's all about if you, if you see somebody who's going to, you know someone's going to do something or you're being bullied or whatever, who do you go to, who do you talk to, who's your safe adult? Um, then in Years uh, 7 and 8, so that's the first and second year of secondary school, uh, so sort of eleven to thirteen, fourteen-year-olds. Um, we we talk. They, they get progressively progressively more hard hitting, um, and that's very much about knife crime and gang culture and just weapons in general. And uh, do you do these uh,
9: do these things work? Because uh, part of me thinks that the, the, the people who are going to get the message will be the people that were probably never going to get involved in knife crime anyway. It's, and the, yeah. the, the bad boys and girls, you know, that are probably going to sit there just laughing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I,
27: I can understand that that view. But it's, it's about... It's not just about educating the um, the people who are likely to to do it. It's about the, the young people who think that they can carry a knife, or they should carry a knife for protection. Yeah. Because most knife crimes... Um, take when a when a young person gets hit uh, gets injured by a knife it's very often their own knife and they've taken it out to look after themselves to to keep themselves safe and that couldn't be further from the truth if you carry a knife you're so much more likely to get injured yourself but it's also about awareness you know um, we talk about if you know somebody's carrying a knife what would you do about it where do you go how do you report it anonymously where can you turn to who do you speak to um, and we give we give young people a way out we give people a, a an opportunity to report those things without anybody knowing it was them that did it which is great mm. you know so we we promote um, Fearless which is the uh, junior arm of Crime Stoppers. of course who have um, uh, is it their 30th anniversary this week or something? Um, I mean, It turns
9: out I'm really old. I remember that <laughs> starting, blimey. I
27: know. It was, I think it was crime. So there was a programme last night yeah. on television. Um, and um, so we we promote Fearless and work work very closely with Fearless, actually, and, of course, the Bank seller Trust. Trust. Um, and and what we're trying to do is to, to build that um, understanding in young people about the dangers. So it's not just aimed at the ones that are likely to get... Um, to, to, to actually go out and, and injure somebody—it's about the ones that are um, naive enough to think that they, uh, if they carry a knife, they're safe for themselves—and it's growing. We, we started in decorum um, a year ago, and um, the police and crime commissioner has give us, given us funding to roll out across the whole of Hertfordshire because um, a Chief Inspector um, Mike Price, who's uh, works in community safety across the county. Um, is really adamant that this it's it's such a good system it should be taught across the whole county and beyond. We're talking to people in London um, and Buckinghamshire and Bedfordshire as well. So it's spreading, it is spreading. Well,
9: good for you Jan, if people want to find out more about Billy's Wish I'm assuming there is a website, where would they go? We
27: have a website, just Google us, Billy's Wish or it's uh, www.billyswish.co.uk and all our details are on there and we'd love to hear from you. We've also got a Facebook page just Billy's Wish.
9: Hey Jan, wouldn't it be great If one day you could close it all down, you didn't need to do it, wouldn't Wouldn't that be fantastic?
27: Wouldn't it be lovely? And then we could all go and do something else. (laughs) Nice to talk to you. Keep up the good work. Thank Thank you you very much. much. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye.
4: Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: I spoke to uh, Leanne, who um, uh, lost a baby very late on in the pregnancy and is uh, raising money to um, have uh, a room soundproofed at the maternity units at Milton Keynes Hospital. I think we've got some texts, have we, Katherine? We have,
10: yeah. One from Janet here in Chesant says, in reference to the sad story of the mother and her stillborn baby, I'd like to say there is a different way to handle this. 25 years ago, when I started having my children at Mainston General, all cases where pregnancy had gone wrong was handled on the General Surgery Ward, so these poor mothers were never anywhere near the maternity unit. And there's also this, and this is from Jot in Bedford. I think a soundproof room should be standard for a woman who suffered the loss of a child. The public shouldn't have to fundraise. There should be a separate unit altogether. After being told I had a 10% chance of conceiving naturally, I was devastated that uh, I was beca- became seriously ill with an ectopic pregnancy, which urgently needed removing. I needed numerous scans which I was taken to the maternity unit to sit and wait for a prolonged period with lots of expectant mothers. It was like rubbing salt in the wound and did nothing to ease my distress. The NHS need to think about the psychological effects this has and provide suitable premises at their expense, not ours.
8: Thank you very much.
4: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
8: This is Ian Lee.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: We're, um... Asking when have you self-treat yourself, and there's a story I'm frantically trying to find.
10: There's some horrible stories on the text.
9: Oh, go on, let's do a couple of those while I try and find it. Bob,
10: this. I have to pull off my big toenails every few years. <laughs> They're ingrown and removed by a doctor originally 12 <laughs> years ago, but now they grow wonky. <laughs> <laughs>
9: How does he do it, though? That's pliers. Yeah, probably. That's a pliers, the pliers job. job. I squeeze my own blisters. Oh, yeah. everyone Love squeeze. I've squeezed other people's blisters as well. Love it.
10: I like a splinter.
9: Oh, I love us. My boy got a splinter yesterday. I was so excited. He wouldn't let me get it out.
10: Oh, they are. They do get queasy and silly yeah, about it, don't they? Kids, Give it here. Kids. Monica from Bedford. I once shut my car boot on my finger. Oh, this is uh, what if you stuck your finger in. And
9: no, can... it's when have you shut your finger in a car?
10: Door. But this isn't a car door. It, it car counts as a
9: door. Five doors. Okay, well,
10: listen. She got her finger stuck. Let's not... F- that's she not she no, she didn't. didn't she shot
9: her finger in a car door. She didn't get her finger stuck in anything. Anyway, so she got her finger stuck in a car door. Tell, tell us more. Oh, I'm a poet and I never realised.
10: Couldn't pull it out till I opened the boot again. Three months it took for my nail to come out. I didn't say a thing when it happened. Too much of a shock.
9: Monica of Bedford. Oh, I'm trying to find this. There's a brilliant story in one oh. of the... Oh. Sorry?
10: Dave Luton. I don't think it's the Dave Luton. It's a different number. Dave who? Dave Luton. Nothing. Morning, no. guys. I had two lovely female it, it, students. It's written in English. Watch me have a camera down my. Um, to look at my prostate. First, they freeze it with some gel in a syringe, and it's the most horrible, uncomfortable feeling. And when you have two students watching, it wasn't any better. I've got a new phone in. What have you done in front of students?
9: What haven't I done in front of students? What's, hey, hey.
11: What story are you looking
10: for?
9: I'm looking for the story. Okay, so we're talking about one of you self-treat yourself. There's a story about a goldfish that had a 40-minute operation on it to remove a brain tumour.
10: Oh, my mum trekked a goldfish once.
9: Well, you know you can give goldfish is the kiss of life. Mm,
11: she didn't do that. She got George be... the goldfish had brain surgery. Go on. To give him another 20 years of life.
9: It's a goldfish. They cost one pound 29.
11: Unless you win it at the fair,
9: in the, which case you they, cost, they cost about twelve quid. <laughs> you
11: shouldn't be doing.
9: Oh come on, guys. He's but,
11: special because he's just got un, hes just undergone surgery to remove a tumour from his brain.
9: The tumour is massive, isn't it?
11: Yeah, it's almost bigger than the fish. But so it?
9: how? Okay, so the fish is on the operating table in the veterinarian surgery, and boy, why is the word veterinarian and veteran why are they so similar yet they mean such different things? Uh, how have they kept him alive?
10: Um I haven't read that far. They probably kept do they did that thing like they do to Free Willy. Where's Where? George? Oh, what? So they keep, like, sort of hosing them and wet towels...
9: It's a goldfish! I couldn't keep a goldfish alive in a goldfish bowl for, for a week. How have they kept it alive on a table?
10: My mum took our goldfish to the vets and they laughed her out. Of course they did! So it's
9: a goldfish!
6: No one
10: why, cares! That's why she ended up doing a doctor kill there on it on the kitchen table.
9: What? She, she, did she reanimate it? It had,
10: like, worms or something embedded in its side. Yeah, and, they did. And do. she um, whipped them out with some tweezers. And did it live? Not for very long. They kept him alive in a
11: bucket... Like you take to Have you inside. seen the picture
9: of it, though? It's on the table. Yeah,
11: I'm looking at it. George, who is otherwise a normal goldfish, uh, was said to be really suffering goldfish. and was unable to swim and eat properly due to a large tumour hanging Did they give it a, a
9: general or a local? It's anaesthetic. His eyes are open. I don't think fish can close their eyes, can he
11: they? He could either be put to sleep or they could attempt...
9: Put to, or flush down the toilet. People you people don't put a fish out. to sleep... You hit it with a mallet.
11: His owner was said to be rather attached to him. And £111 for the surgery.
9: Oh, that's good. One, one, one.
4: Yeah.
9: Mm, Nice.
8: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
15: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off in Roxton on the Great North Road, that's looking rather heavy moving heading southbound at the Black Cat roundabout. Taking a look at the M1, rather heavy between junction 12 for Flitwick and junction 11 for Dunstable. Um, having a look at the M25 on the speed sensors, very heavy heading anti-clockwise between junction 21 for the M1 and junction 16 the M40. The A414 rather heavy moving just around the Park Street roundabouts, and it's queuing on camera on the M40 at the moment, heading northbound from the Denham round. About to the M at 25, and at the moment on the train, services suspended um, on Greater Anglia between Enfield Town and Liverpool Street, and cheshunt and Liverpool Street. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Across beds, hearts, and bugs.
4: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: It's 30. I'm Simon Oxley. Police investigating the murders of two British holidaymakers in Thailand say they now consider two men from the UK as possible suspects. Police in Bedford say the life sentences handed down to four young men for murdering teenager Isaac Stone are a stark reminder of the dangers of carrying knives. A Hertfordshire couple say the NHS needs to do more for parents of stillborn children. They're backing a Milton Keynes mother who's raising money for a soundproof room at the New City's hospital. And on the eve of the Scottish Referendum Both sides have embarked on their last day of campaigning. Several new opinion polls give the no side a narrow lead. Three Counties Sports,
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Watford are back up to second in the Championship after a second-half penalty from Matej Vidra gave them a 1-0 win at Blackpool. Here's assistant coach Ruben Martinez standing in for the ill, Oscar Garcia.
8: We, we scored a uh, penalty and, and they miss one in the, in the last uh, last ten minutes. And we want to, to give this victory for, for Oscar because uh, we want... The, Stay with
1: us, uh, as soon as possible. In League One, Milton Keynes-Dons lost 2-1 attempt home to Bradford with manager Carl Robinson sent to the stands in the second half. The first 15 minutes is their fault, but
20: we were very, for the five-minute period we were sloppy. Um, a f- a set-piece which we pride ourselves on where, we, where someone didn't do his job, but second half I got it wrong. It's my fault today. I narrowed the game off, and I shouldn't have narrowed the game off Should have give more width to the game. And I never. Um, and I, I got it massively wrong. So uh, I have to take responsibility for that.
1: In League Two, Luton drew 0-0 at York. Here's manager John Steele.
21: We don't need a goal scorer because we had about four people that could have scored tonight. Mm. So it isn't actually you know a forward that scores a goal. It's people that get in goal scoring positions. Uh, I thought people should have taken their chances. And we didn't. We've played terrific. But we do have to take our chances, no doubt about that.
1: Wickham are up to third in League Two after a Paul Hayes goal gave Gareth Ainsworth's side a 1-0 victory at Plymouth. This will go a long way in adding to our points total, you know. It's fantastic to see the set play going in, but the way we defended again, you know, I thought we
3: limited Plymouth. You know, they had a couple of shots, but nothing major. I think we hit the post in the first half and set play
1: has
21: gone in and we could have grabbed one in the second half on the break. So,
1: really pleasing. And Stevenage lost 2-1 at Bury, despite taking an early lead through Adam Marriott. Liverpool made a winning return to the Champions League as a stoppage-time penalty from Steven Gerrard gave them a 2-1 win over the Bulgarian side Luda Goretz. Arsenal lost 2-0 away to Dortmund. Tonight, Manchester City are away to Bayern Munich. Chelsea host another German side at Schalke. BBC Three Counties News and Sports. The next full bulletin is at nine. Call 08459
9: 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Morning! <laughs> Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It really is a very busy show. We've had some very um, uh, um, uh, intense and slightly heavy um, things on the show this morning. We've also had a load of old guff as well. What have we been uh, asking? What have you... Okay, well, have you stuck your finger in? Let's go through these in order of, of importance. When have you shut your finger in a car?
10: Mm-hmm, too specific. Um, what have you stuck your finger in? No,
9: I said in order of importance. When have you stuck? When have you shut your finger in a car? When have you self trepped yourself? Um, we're going to get some word from Justin on that shortly. Um, what was your one about fingers in things? What
10: have you stuck your finger in? Yeah. And what have you done in front of students? Oh... We've got one on that that's taking off now that's the that's the word on the uh, street that's going round
9: well speaking of taking off in front of students have you seen this there's a there's a rather marvelous tweet which i will have to uh, censor ever so slightly mm. um, oh come on slow bbc computer hang on a second double five five double five. by the way johnny says i used to be a student nurse oh yeah the best one was a guy who was experimenting with a pressurized can he blew his bum off literally
10: Don't abuse aerosols. (laughs) Jan writes, I had my waters broken. Very dangerous gases involved.
18: Wow! You did it! You said it! Janet says, I had
10: my waters broken in front of 12 male medical students. 12, really? Gosh. Felt like something out of all creatures, great and small.
6: Yeah. yeah. Must
10: be a slow day on the maternity ward when all 12 have to go into one.
9: I told you when we were having our first and um, uh, my wife was in, hey, guess what? A lot of pain. Mm. Forget the natural. We've got the room booked for you in the natural. I want drugs! And um, the um, anaesthetist came in to do the epidural.
10: Oh, I had one of those. I felt my spine squeak.
9: I've had, uh, um, 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 what do they call them in England? A lumbar puncture. So, girls, I'm with you on this. I've had a spinal tap. I know what it's like.
10: But then what happened to you after that?
9: But then I had, well... Did
10: everything fall out?
9: No, but I tell you, no, it was actually worse. not comparable then. No, it is comparable, mate. A lumbar puncture... Spinal tap for my American friends is worse than an epidural mm. because they are taking fluid out of your spine. So for the next few but, but days, they're not
10: taking a person out of you, are they?
9: That's that's fine. I don't
10: think I still win.
9: No, I don't think you do because for the next. Um, six, let's say, week, Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't move. I had to lie flat because the disturbance of the spinal fluid made me feel very, very unwell.
10: Oh, you felt poorly.
9: You had a baby. Yeah. Deal with it. A
10: whole person fell out of me.
9: Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, so the the anaesthetist comes in, second one does, the anaesthetist comes in, Mm. my wife's in a lot of pain, he looks at her, he says, right, I'll be back in a minute. He comes back 15 minutes later, right, And as he's putting the injection in, he said, yeah, sorry, I just had to go and uh, mention on Facebook that I'm uh, giving an epidural to a famous person's wife. Oh! (laughs) Yeah, and both me and my wife went, oh, great, could you hurry up and do this, please, you massive plum?
10: I have a friend who's a newsreader. She had her legs in stirrups. Someone recognised her.
9: in an autograph? Have I seen you on the
10: telly? No, not this end. Can we
25: not talk about this
9: now? (laughs) Myrtle's in Bedford. Good morning, Myrtle.
25: Good morning. What
9: have you got your finger stuck in?
25: Uh, My daughter had a heavy plastic horse and it broke in two. And there was a hole that was not punctured out. So I poked my finger in it. Yeah. Couldn't get it out. Anyway, I used a bottle of olive oil. Went yeah. round to my neighbour.
9: Yeah, with this, with the half a horse stuck on your finger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
25: She phoned the fire service oh. for a little man in a little van to come and take it out. There was two fire engines, the police, the press. I have never ever been so embarrassed in all my life. They lifted me up, sat me on the sink, oh, man alive. Then I had to go down to the hospital because they couldn't get it all off. And the foreign doctor said, why have you got your finger stuck up a horse's, you know what? I have never, ever, ever forgotten that.
9: I'd like to ask the same question that the doctor asked. Why did you stick your finger up a horse's bum
25: bum? Well, because I wanted to get, it wasn't that end. I wanted to get this, it's like when you, you know, do a piece of paper and it, You put a hole in it, and it doesn't come clear. You just
9: you wanted you wanted wanted to feel what it felt like. (laughs) No,
25: is it still there? (laughs) No, it's not still there.
10: Metal, I've got a question. Yes, Buckaroo. Was it a buckaroo?
25: I don't know what it was. It, it just came in half, and she was screaming, and oh, it was, it
9: was. She tiny. was screaming.
25: Yeah. Well, you, What about you? Yeah. Well, there you go.
9: When you say the fireman put you on the um the the uh the draining board, yeah. are you tiny? <laughs> How tall are you?
25: Five foot and half inch. That half inch is very important. That is. Oh, that is. Little. All I saw was their shiny boots. I didn't look at them. I was so embarrassed. Oh, my God.
9: <laughs> I'm just, I, I just, I just don't know what to say, Myrtle. I'm, I'm, I,
25: I'm awful. I'm always getting my fingers stuck in a steering wheel, and oh, terrible I am. I don't know what's wrong with my fingers.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Myrtle, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Just, just keep your fingers to yourself, or yes, maybe not. I will. I Ta- will. Thank you very much. ta-ta Poor Myrtle. Myrtle has lived a life, hasn't she? She's my favourite. She is. Let's put that in the podcast. Boy, oh boy, oh boy.
10: And um, we've got sir, a message here from Helen in Milton Keynes. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Please clarify the ph- the phrase "self-treat yourself." Do you mean self-treatment? If so, the word "yourself" is superfluous.
9: No, when have you self-treat yourself? Stop. We, what's your beef, Helen? What's your beef? Now we uh, we sent. What is this? We sent Justin out earlier on, didn't we, to ask people when they've self-treat themselves. Got some great... You're right. You're right, Kath. Yeah. What's your beef? I haven't got any beef. We've had some, some really great um, uh, some great feedback on that on the streets. Justin took it to the streets. Well, he met a gentleman whose tooth was about to possibly come out in the next day or two. He said
10: he only had one left. He's taken eight out. He's taken can... eight
9: out. Well, we sent Justin uh, to go and see if we could find this gentleman again and if he would do it live on air. I have no idea what happens in this. Let's find out together. So, Stuart, we've come
3: back to, to have another word with you. Um, you told us earlier on that, that you pulled out eight teeth. So you mm. need to pull another one out. It's, it's quite wonky. Yeah. Uh, the guys in the studio were asking whether you might do it for us on air today, mm. but you're telling me to come back on Saturday. I reckon it'll be loose enough, didn't you? Yeah. will yeah. Yeah. be l- less painful for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. OK, so if I come back on Saturday, we're not pushing you into, into no. anything. You're quite happy for us to, to yep. record you pulling out one of your teeth. Yep. OK. Certainly. And, uh, and I've
24: donated to charity, if you
3: like. <laughs> donated to charity. <laughs> and just lastly, um, you've got another self-treatment story. I mean, you couldn't make this one up. You had a vasectomy, yeah. and instead of going back to the hospital, yeah. you took the stitches out yourself.
24: Yeah, it's only two. It's only two little ones. That's but that's rather than six. go all the way back down to Richmond, where I had it
2: done, I uh, took them out myself. Describe the pain. Well, it wasn't It's just, you only lift them up, cut it, Pull a that's,
20: Yeah, That's the <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Are you mad, yes or no? Uh, slightly, yeah. yeah,
20: okay.
3: yeah. Um, I'll see you back here on Sassy then. Right, no All problem. right, thank you very much indeed. And I'll hold on to the truth for you.
16: Taking it to the streets with J Dog. That gentleman,
9: Stuart, was describing the vasectomy procedure. They mm. take it out, lift it up, and cut it off. So it works, is what, what an unpleasant life I that don't man cut is. it off. No, but They look, just make a modification. They make a, a wee anyone's, modification. Mm.
10: If anyone's <laughs> waiting to have their procedure done, don't worry, it's not quite that drastic.
9: Here's the thing, guys. Um, why would anyone get a vasectomy? Oh. Why would anyone do that? My
10: mate's husband did it on his birthday.
9: Yeah, get some condoms or stop having it away. Grown-up grown up talk, guys. We're having grown-up talk now. Sorry, sorry, kids. This is for grown-ups.
10: I, I think it's a great gift, man to do that.
9: It's the gift that literally doesn't keep on giving. <laughs> I think it is. Don't because... always work. You're still, there's still part of your head will be thinking, oh.
10: Why would it be thinking that?
9: Oh, Blimey. I hope that worked. Or didn't. Because there would still be, the, would there still be that element of, oh yeah. You can have it redone as well. Can you, you can have it know. joined up. Yeah. You know that you can go, because before you used to have to go into hospital for two or three days, right? Now you can go in and they can do it in 20 minutes. Have you ever, there's video footage of it on YouTube. They just do a little tss, tss, they yeah. burn it. Bob's your uncle. Fanny's your uncle.
10: But he won't be a great uncle.
9: No, exactly. I think it's an awful thing to do.
10: I think it's a, I think it's a
9: beautiful thing. Oh, whatever the bit of your winkle messed around well, with.
10: Listen, we mess around with our hormones for you, men.
9: If there was a male pill, I'd take it. Totes take it. So I don't know what you're whinging about. There isn't, so I can't. But oh, that's your problem. Deal well, with it.
10: Well, thanks for thinking about it.
9: No worries. Let's go to Paul from Bedford. Paul, hi, Ian. Would you ever get a vasectomy? Would I ever? Yeah. Nah, it's pain. It's pain, isn't it? Yeah. It seems like a really... Do you know what? It's... having a vasectomy, it's a really selfish thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) It is, isn't it? It's a selfish thing to do. Because you are denying any future women the chance of having your... your child.
21: The opportunity, yeah. Yeah, i so- wait
9: 459, four, five, 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 five. Is there anything Is more selfish than a vasectomy? That's what you tell your wife.
10: Sorry, I can't have a, a vasectomy in case there are future women that need to bear my offspring.
9: Paul, you've you've not called in to hear this feminist nonsense. What have <laughs> you got for
26: us? Uh, four fingers in a door. Whoa! Car door. Like, <laughs> no, four fingers.
11: That's careless. <laughs> I, I
9: love the way he reiterated it, just in case we miss her. Are
11: they all on the Here same
9: hand?
26: I hope so, at the same time. What
9: what happened, Paul?
26: Um, Long story, but... Somebody got out the back of the car. I was in the front of the car, with my door open.
9: Yeah.
26: I had to grab something, then shut the door from the inside. Yeah. But had but had my hand round the upright, so oh. and shot on my forefingers. Oh no! The, the other downside was the child locks were on, so I couldn't open it. So I then had to shout for somebody to come and open the door.
9: So hang on a second. Was 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 your because um, I think this could be the most painful uh, experience we've had so far. Uh, was your thing? Were your fingers shut in the the, the the bit that opens, or the bit kind of by the hinge? If that makes sense.
26: Uh, nearer the hinge, so it, that's it, the painful bit. That, that's where the yeah. pressure is. yes yeah. mm.
9: <laughs> And did your fingernails fall off?
26: No, because it was. Uh, it wasn't my, ends of my fingers. I had my hand properly round the upright. Oh, mate. So it was yeah. actually across the uh, proper finger fingers. Wait, right, right, across the proper finger fingers. Did your proper,
10: proper finger, finger fingers, fingers fall finger off?
26: Fingers. Yeah, D- finger did fingers. your
9: finger fingers hurt, mate?
10: Which knuckle are we up to, but, first or oh,
26: second? My finger, fingers hurt. Yes, and, up, and
9: it was all for, for four fingers. Oh, yeah. Paul, listen. Thank you very much indeed. That's where the pressure is. You forget, forget me. I'm a lightweight, Paul. I bow to your uh, finger, finger pain. I'm a lightweight. I got it stuck in the bit where the handle is. He got it stuck at to the other end. Oh, that will
11: hurt to open it. As yeah, well. yeah,
9: yeah. And he, it, with the child lock was on, he had to call... Excuse me. Could, excuse me. Can you open the door for me, please? Oh dear, Paul. <laughs>
15: The M1 heading southbound very heavy and moving at the moment just around junction 13 for Bedford Um, the A1M also quite heavy moving just at junction 8 for Stevenage and the A41 heading southbound on the sensors looking rather heavy between the Hemel Hempstead turn off and junction 20 um, for the M25 the M25 itself rather heavy anti-clockwise between junction 20 at Kings Langley and junction 16 for the M40 the M40 is also queuing on camera that's heading northbound from the Denham Round about to the m25 and on the trains there's disruption on greater anglia between enfield town and liverpool streets and chescent and liverpool streets nicola richards bbc three counties radio
9: nicola thank you very much indeed 8:46, it's wednesday the 17th of uh, september i'm Ian lee these are your headlines on bbc three counties radio Police investigating the murders of two British holidaymakers in Thailand say they now consider two men from the UK as possible suspects. A Hertfordshire couple who started a maternity support charity says the NHS needs to do more for parents of stillborn children. They're backing the fundraising efforts of a Milton Keynes mother. And in sport, there were wins last night for Watford and Wickham, a draw for Luton and defeats for MK Dons and Stevenage. Let's get the weather, here's Kate.
22: Beds, hearts, and bucks weather.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio.
22: A rather dull start to the day. There's a bit of mist out there too, but it is gradually lifting. The cloud not quite uh, out of the way just yet, but through the course of the morning, it will start to burn back. And by the afternoon, plenty of sunny spells. It's going to feel warm as well as dry. And uh, the temperature is getting up to around 22, maybe even 23 Celsius in the sunshine later. Really nice evening as well. Overnight, it's a repeat performance of the last few. We'll see the cloud moving back in from the east and a bit of mist developing particularly in lower ground and also the uh, minimum temperature down to 14 celsius so a misty and murky start for thursday again a similar start difference being that the mist, the fog and the cloud will start to burn back a little more quickly tomorrow morning so we'll get some sunshine through the mid-morning onwards and then through the afternoon. It's going to feel really warm tomorrow as well, 22 Celsius. With this increased heat also comes an increased humidity so feeling quite sticky as well and overnight Thursday into Friday our risk of maybe a thundery downpour increases and that risk continues into Friday. That's your forecast. Thank you very much. Ah!
3: Sports. Three County Sport isn't just about hearing your team in action in
21: action. a
2: famous victory here! What drama we've had!
21: It's about the managers. managers. I'll make the most of your openings and we, we perhaps haven't done that and, and haven't done it so far this season, if I'm honest, I'm honest. The players.
0: the players. We know we need to be better, we're not being complacent.
9: We'll find a solution that will get us playing how we was last season and how the fans expect us to be playing. And the fans.
26: I'm getting seriously concerned we could end up back where we started. Every day
9: we bring you latest news on your local team.
7: The Wickham Wanderers remain fifth in League Two after a nil-nil draw with Bury. Stevenage lost 3-2 at home against York.
9: Three-county sport keeping you up to date with Luton, Watford, M.K. Dons, Stevenage and Wickham every day of the week on BBC Three Counties Radio. Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Kelly Betts is there, Catherine Boyle is there. We are. It's really an unpleasant phone-in we're having, but these are adult issues... And people love it. ..that need to be dealt with. When have you self-treat yourself... Uh, and if we, we've got f- ten minutes. If you want to call in, I think having a vasectomy is the most selfish thing a man can do.
10: And I think it's the most beautiful gift a man can give.
9: No, it's not. Flowers or milk tray. Isn't it? I've been getting it wrong all these years.
10: Stephen Bedford's had one. Uh, but he's d- also shot his fingers in the car door whilst having an argument with his ex. Yeah, not... He said, I've had the snip too. Well, it wasn't painful at all, and I did enjoy the tablet they told me to take before I turned up.
9: What, ta- What tablet was that? <laughs>
10: I bet you get a sticker after as well. I've been brave today.
9: <laughs> I've been a brave boy, and I've had uh, a bit of my winky burnt off. They do it, they burn it.
26: Uh, Danny's in Bedford. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, Ian. I thought I'd leave this uh, story to a bit later, because it's a bit gruesome. It's at- for adults only. No, it's just if you was eating your breakfast, it might make you splatter a little. Does it involve sausages? <laughs> <laughs> no, it involves kicking the doorframe and breaking my little toe in half. Away you go, fella. <laughs> I'll go up to go to the kitchen, my evening and I'll kick the doorframe. And I broke my little toe actually in half. It was sticking out at a right angle. Oh, blimey. Um, I hop, hop, hop in the back in the dark, loads of explanatives, as you can imagine. Oh, yeah, you sound my, the sort, yeah. <laughs> my loving <laughs> partner said to me, What have you done there, you clumsy oaf? so I I hopped into the living room and showed her my toe to which she put her hand over her mouth and run to the loo and I said no it's alright baby, it's alright babe I'm setting myself and I grabbed hold of my toe pulled it, straightened it and then let it go and then went ta-da and she just said you're sick you need help the next morning, I wasn't so brave, I woke up, it was black blue,
6: yeah.
26: I went over to the hospital, they x-rayed it, and they said, oh, who set this for you? And I went, I did. She went, oh, it's not bad, what I'll do is I'll re-break it, reset it, I went, hold on a minute. No, I'll leave it. <laughs> and that was it. You've left it like that? Yeah, I won't have to break it again. The piles in so much pain. But the bravado, the bravado has <laughs> gone by then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The night,
9: the night before. You're a tough guy in the in the cold light of day, Danny. You're, you're a whimpering child. Oh, does it still? Does it still
26: look funny now? Um, not really. I, it aches a little bit when it gets cold. And <laughs> recently, I've recently I've just kicked it again on the doorframe. frame oh, And, and had to go back over the hospital because I'd lifted my little toenail up. Oh, oh. Da- Danny! I, <laughs> yeah, suggest that we still take abs in
9: yeah. <laughs> You either get a bigger door frame or you get that toe amputated. Danny, thank you very much for sharing that. I think I, think I mean that. What year is this? <laughs> the thing is, you know you break your little toe, like, maybe 100 times a year. I've made that figure up, but we break our little toes almost every day. It's
10: pretty useless anyway, isn't it?
9: If you... How many toes would you have to lose... Before you if, fell over? If, yeah, before it really affected your balance.
10: I think you need your big toe, don't you, for that?
9: The big toe is the one that centres you, isn't it?
10: Yeah. I reckon if you lost three, you'd be over.
9: Okay. Steve's in Red Bull. Morning, Steve. Morning, mate. That was a good one, was, was it? Horrible.
6: That <laughs> was
26: horrible. That yeah, was horrible. You're all about fingers in funny places. Well, I've got two stories. Um, our vet came, when I was a little boy, the vet came give one of our little dogs an internal, and he, he was having oh. a few rounds.
9: Well, okay, yes, I, yes.
26: And uh, he's having a feel around, and when he pulled his finger out, I said, Corbett, better stops you biting your nails, doesn't it? <laughs> 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 and, then, and then we was, had, a, had a mare in a bit of trouble, yeah. and we was having to turn the pole, and we had one of my little nieces there, and I had my arm in, having a feel around like, you know, yeah. moving it. Yeah. And I pulled my arm out, and she looked, she said, Oh, she said, do they do that in hospital when mum's going her baby?
9: Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, actually, yes, something oh, very yeah, similar. It's, it's very similar indeed. <laughs> Tony's in Edgeware. Morning, Tony. Good morning, Ian. How are you? Uh, do you know what, Tony? Despite the fact, I don't know if you know this, uh, I've really yeah. hurt my finger quite badly, but I am being very, very brave about it. So apart from the fact that my finger is in agate, it's my button pushing <laughs> finger, my fader-operating finger, despite that, Tony, I'm all right. Thanks, mate. Do you, know, do you know, I used to watch you on the 11 o'clock show years ago, You right? don't sound old enough. You do. Honestly, honestly,
6: honestly, oh, uh, yeah.
9: you were absolutely brilliant you were, Here we go. really funny, but... really funny you were,
6: Yeah.
9: and then about six months ago, I was just, I used to listen to Sunrise Radio, you know the Asian station, yeah? Oh yeah, the Asian station, yeah. And then I used to, I just fl- flick through the channels, and I heard you, oh. and then for the last six months, I'm hooked. Re- oh really?
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have, really. Hang on a
9: second, have, 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 have Sunrise um, the Radio lost a listener to us? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. well, Tony, did that's did. very, did very. Did. That's very kind. What? Ah, uh, uh, as, as you're one of our new listeners, do you mind taking our new listener survey? Yeah, yeah. Go on. Let me get a pen. Are on a second? <laughs> okay. right. I, is right. this a wind-up? No, no. Uh, it's true. We like to do this with all of our new listeners. So, yeah. What question one? What do you like about yeah. the show? Um, I think all three of you,
13: even Let's the. Cute little sounding girl, she sounds really nice as even well, the, at the back.
9: Even the cute little sounding girl who sounds <laughs> nice at the back, that would be, that's, well, that's definitely Kelly. You think yeah, she I like sounds... Catherine as well. Catherine's brilliant. Go, well, th- this is our question, question two. In order of um, preference, one <laughs> to three, who are your favourite members of the team, please? I think uh, this is a wider. Is... No, this is genuine. We do this, we do this with the BBC. We have to do these that's, things. You are. I think you, so you're are very sharp. One. Very sharp witted. Very sharp witted. No, number two? Catherine, Catherine, and <laughs> Kelly. I'm assuming number three. No, 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 no. Number three, number, three. no De- number three is De- Dennis. No, number three is Dennis. Dennis. Where does Where does Kelly come? Uh, Kelly's number four. Uh, Kelly's number four. And uh, you've heard. We're, we're not sure whether to keep our daily reporter, Justin Dealey. Oh, he's brilliant. He's he's brilliant. Here. Would, would you? And b- stop. Stop picking on him. He's brilliant. Sorry. I should stop picking on him, he's brilliant. Hang in a minute, Tony, I'll, be, I'll send you back to Sunrise in a second. <laughs> uh, and finally, Tony, what things about the show don't you like?
26: Where can we do um, better? Uh,
13: put a, a music, on now then. And I put music on now and then, a little song now and then. A
9: little song now and then?
13: Yeah, would yeah. You like,
9: I tell you what, well listen, you, 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 your wish is my command, would you like to have a little song now? Um,
13: not now, oh. no. You, you you guys carry on with your fingers and, <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Tony,
9: g- make sure you give us a call again in the future. Nice to talk to I you. Nice talking to you, Ian. Thank you, fella. Ta-ta. Do you some finger text,
10: isn't it? Sorry, my dear? Finger text. Yeah, go Why on. Do it's I such... always last.
9: Oh, okay. everyone's
10: least favourite.
9: Yeah, I know. Well, no, normally it's me, let's Even be honest. my mum. Oh. Where do we begin? Uh, April says, Ian, I, I almost always treat my own deep cuts with super glue. Oh! That's what super glue was invented for, guys. No. The Vietnam War, they invented super glue so that the Vietnam veterans, not veterinarians, you see? Could, if they got, they gashed open their arm or something, they just glue it up. That's not what Rambo done, though. He stitched it? Yeah. April says, I have stitched a knuckle. Oh, April. Tough guy. She's Rambo 4. <laughs>
10: Nikki from Milton Keynes. I trapped a girl's finger in a night pay window. She was asked to move them, but put them back in just as I pulled the drawer. Serves her right. That's that's kind of what she's saying. Yeah. I can beat all of these, says Steve. My daughter, when she was 15, got both hands trapped in the boot of my Audi when she was putting the shopping in the boot. She was on her knees and could not move, but it didn't leave a bruise. Hang on. What did what did
9: she get trapped in the boot? Both of her hands. So she so she's she's like this. <sighs> <sighs> If I was there, and I had been her partner, and I had the keys to the car, I would have driven 100 yards. (laughs) You would do, wouldn't you? You drive 100 yards. It's like when your, 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 your wife or, or whatever, is try, or your son is trying to get in the car. They go to open the door and you drive off. I'll stop. And they, yeah, everyone's but laughing. You've got an
10: appendage trapped.
9: Everyone's yeah. laughing. You do it three times on the fourth. I'm, yeah, no, but, but seriously. No, no, no. Seriously, come again. get in. And you do it like 15 times. That's
11: my taxi driver. I was like, it's just here on the left. Joke, no, it's just a little bit further. And I did it all the way down my road and then he told me to get out.
9: Um, I hope you gave him a big tip steady. Well, I think we've exhausted uh, the the bants and the conversation. No-one phoned in to disagree with me that vasectomies are a very, very selfish act. Oh, we've
10: got a text here. Oh. Here we go. Here we go. No, 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 it's not from me. It's from Helen. Uh, Vasectomy. Is this
9: Helen Milkenes? Might be. Because she has had, like, four or five texts read out today. view
10: is still valid. Well, Her view is still valid.
9: Does she agree with you or me? Because, because. Let's find out. No, no. Because we, well, you, you know the rules. You are only allowed four texts per show. This is her fifth, or indeed her sixth text. Does she agree with me, or does she disagree with
8: me that vasectomies are selfish?
9: Re-bus- she disagrees with me, doesn't she? Re-
8: Sorry, Helen. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
15: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off on the Great North Road, rather slow moving at the moment, heading southbound um, just at the Great Byford Bypass. The M1's looking very heavy at the moment, um, just around Junction 13 for Bedford. Also heavy on the M1 between Junction 12 at Flittig and Junction 11 for Dunstable Road. And checking on the A41 on the sensors, that's rather heavy, heading southbound between the Hemel turn off um, and Junction 20 for the M25. The M25 itself, very heavy at the moment between Junction 19 at Watford and Junction 16 for the M40, and the M40 itself is queuing on camera, heading northbound from the Denham roundabout to the M25. Just checking on the trains and disruptions still on Greater Anglia between Enfield Town and Liverpool Street, also between Cheshunt and Liverpool Street. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Nicola, thank you very much indeed. It looks like we made it once again. That's it. That's your lot. Don't forget, you can get a podcast of last week's best of from iTunes. Um, There'll be a new one out on Friday. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Kelly. Till tomorrow at six. Ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and
8: bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: And thank you, Italy. Good morning at nine. It's the JBS show. I'm David Preever standing in for Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's the big phone-in, and I want to hear
6: from you this morning. Has domestic violence affected you or your family? and new poll.